check, check, check. Oh yeah, welcome to another episode of The Alski Show. It is Thanksgiving Eve, you will be listening to this way after Thanksgiving. I just want to wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving, be grateful to all and everything. Alright, I want to get uh, straight out on it. Big shout outs to my sponsor, Ryan over at Stickified. Follow him, support those that support you. Gallery 448. Fam 561. Special thanks to my brother, Nice O, for last week's interview. That's right. Nice O. Check him out. Shouts go out to my brother, New OTC. Nick One, AK Crew. Ox Eider One. Raymond Garcia. John Dem, OTC. Dio, UDI. Scotty Rock, welcome back home. Big shout out to the bully. That's right. Over NFG. Got ideas. FTR. CC1. My brother in the cut, New York. Vampzilla. WRB. Queens in the house. Get the money. FC Gas Crew. My brother, Fuse 4. The brother, Sign 1. Out in Shyland. All right. Before the music runs out and I get to make that phone call, I got something special for you people. Saturday, January 11, 2020. Check out my paisan, Luigi KR1 Gasparo. That's right, that's authentic Italian. As the late great Joe. Don Juan Palatella. That's right. In Pumping Cool. The story of the meteoric, meteoric, excuse my language, rise and fall of a New York City underground legend. Showtime, 9 p.m., no cover. It's at The Local, 1302, 44th Ave, Long Island City, New York. That's right. I'll be advertising this. Every week. And that's the localnewyork.com. Because it's like that, y'all. That's right. Shout out to everybody that listens to the Alski Show. Check us out on Spotify, Anchor FM, I fucking tuned this, tuned that, tuned in, tuned out, and all that shit. That's right. Okay. Check out www.outtocrash.com. Cop a pin, the Alski Show pin. Support the show, people. All right, I got another bencher. All right, he goes by another freight page. Give him a follow. Check out his flicks, because I'm just is off the fucking rack. Because it's like that, y'all. Ah. Yep, yep, yep. The Alski Show. 
Yeah, you know, it's like that, y'all. You know why? Because it's the Alski show. All right, let's see if we get this phone call. Whoop, I heard it. I heard something. No, I hope he's home. Hey, what's up, Alski? What's up? Another freight page. Look at this shit. It is 7 p.m. The first time I was ever on time making a phone call. Wow. Shit. Damn. Damn, and I, I kind of... I'm lucky on that shit, and I told you where I live. Yeah. I, should go ga- I should go gamble tonight. Yeah, 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 yeah. D- d- hit the number uh, 7 for 7 p.m. There we go. Oh, I got a number for you. Seriously. What? Yeah. 2... One 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 two two. I don't know how the fuck you play that, but figure out the twos and the ones. I can't explain why I say that number, but it's something that landed in my pocket, and I was yeah, like, "Yeah, some maybe I should up play." No, knows, man. We could so do. We'll you, figure that one out. You could do a two eleven. You could do yeah. an eleven two. One one two. Okay. I don't know what is that. Pick three, or you could do the pick four, pick five, whatever the fuck it is. I, I don't know. That number was very weird to me when I saw it. I was like, "Wow, that's kind of fucking weird." But anyway, it is what it is. Back to uh, back to the another free page. Here we go. I got it. I got it. I got it. All right. What you get? Got the uh, the numbers, the headphones, man. The I, no, the iPods. I wrote the numbers <laughs> down. No, I wrote that down. Yo, you yeah. know, I'm fucking very disappointed when those AirPods, whatever the fuck they called, when they came out. Yeah. My wife bought them for me. They were hundred and ninety dollars or whatever the fuck they were, and uh, I thought they were the best thing since fucking since Eggo waffles and shit. And uh, the other day, uh, I'm at work. And uh, normally I have uh, a jacket with a pocket, like a shirt pocket. So I put all my shit in there. So this particular day, um, I put on a sweatshirt, a hoodie. And uh, I put my pods inside my, you know, by your hands, you know, by your belly or whatever the fuck it is. The pocket. And uh, I lost my fucking, I lost my, my pods, right? So now I'm saying to myself, okay, I could track this shit on, find my phone shit. Do you know, I go on that shit, they updated the app, I didn't know how to use it, uh, I'm like hitting uh, make sound, ping, whatever the fuck it says, and yeah. it fucking says unavailable. So I lost my fucking buds, pods, whatever, fuck iTunes, iPods, I fucking phone, I, my balls, anyway, fuck all that shit. So now, I can't even trace them to go fucking find them. And by now, someone either crushed them, took them, they're using them. That tracking, that tracking ain't worth a fuck. It ain't worth shit. I've got an iPhone, like, all right, so I'm out, like, I'm out and about, I'm, I'm benching this or whatever. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Okay, like, okay, the, the camera's always there. And, you know, like, um, there's trains around, so... If I see a train, cool. If not, I find something else to do. So anyway, do you, train do you actually happens. do you actually write? Yeah, I do. You do. I do. Okay, because I, I, I don't have know a what very you long write. history of that. Okay. Yeah, um, we're gonna get into it. Or are you keeping that on a separate? 
I'd, I'd like to keep that on the low. Okay. You know? that, the, that, we I mean, I'll, I'll talk you about it. I'll talk about it. <laughs> I'll talk about it, but, um, you know. Okay, like, no, cool, cool. Because, listen, I interviewed uh, Volume 1, but the interview was under uh, Style Hunters New England. Yeah. And I had no fucking clue he wrote. And then we well, had this conversation, and we're going on and on and on, and I was like, fuck, pretty cool. Wow. So, yeah, that's actually, volume one is also your uh, style hunter. That's dope. And if you got to check out his page, because he does not only put up uh, graph, he puts up pictures of fucking girls in bikinis and shit like that. Uh, let me tell yeah, you. Yeah, I like girls in bikinis. It breaks it up. Breaks I'm it a up. Fan. Yeah, me too. Yeah, well. I, I'm sure my wife is going to hear this. Though. That's kind of no. I like that. I like that. Um, I like that edge on that shit, and it's kind of one of those things that kick, makes me kick myself in the ass and go, "Damn, why didn't I think of that?" You well, know? you know what like, it is. I, I'm going to be honest. That's smooth. Exactly what you said. Now, my my Instagram, you know, used to be 99.9 percent, you know, graffiti related stuff. Now, not yeah. you know. Now, but certain people that I follow, they slip. You know, they start posting fucking birthdays and they start posting pictures of their rims and. Do I mute them? Oh, I mute them if they. Oh shit! Yeah. I mute them. You know, which which is fine. I mean, it's social media. You do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, but, yeah, I, I agree with that. But I'm on there to I'm on there to be like to right. be inspired and to right. inspire. Not now. Also, I, like I got to put this out to there too. Spread this shit around. I got to put this out there too. If you've been following me and you haven't liked none of my shit, I'm going to start deleting you. It's as easy yeah. as that. Uh, end of the story. I really don't give a fuck for followers because for some reason I can't break 8,000 fucking followers. So I feel you on that, but you know, it's like... Well, the thing is, is I, I they're, they're okay, like so fucking I, zombies. I try to look at everybody's shit. I try to look at as much of people's shit as I can and go onto their personal page, not just look at shit in my feed. But, you know, especially certain people, I try to keep them in in line. You know, people, I'm really into their shit, man. I I go back to their page and check their shit out all the time. Right. Um, But just going through that feed, man, you miss a lot in that fucking feed, you know? Uh, Well, yeah, exactly. So the thing is, is like I said, I mean, if you haven't liked one of my pictures and and I start going through my follows and I don't recognize your name anymore, I'm definitely deleting you because you're not showing no love. Um, hold on. I, I was getting a phone call, but I didn't want to hold put a hold on you because we're recording. Let me text this guy because he's a guy I work with, and I got his check. <laughs> oh, there you go. There you go. Uh, hey, look, I, I, I'm recording. I'm gonna read it out. Fuck it. I'm recording Ooh, before Thanksgiving too, and you got his yep, check. Yep, yep, Shit. yep. I'm recording the podcast. Come through. Someone will let you in. Hey, these fucking, I'm using uh, corded uh, iPhone earbuds or whatever, and they're, they're like, they're the only earphones that'll stay in my damn ears. All the other ones fall out. Well, hey, I got to take them off. I forgot the brand. Hold on. I got, I got big, ass, I got big ass ears. They just fucking fall out of my ears. I got these earphones. I used them back in the day when I used to DJ. These are obviously newer. Uh, they're called. Sennheiser. Uh, I can't nice. hear you. Hold on. Hold on. 
Okay, now I put them back on so I could hear if you said something. Anyway, these nice. fucking headphones are, are phenomenal. They're phenomenal. And back, right on. Back, back, back to, to to volume one. Style Hunters, New England. So for sure, start following them. Whatever. Now I love uh, following benches. Uh, I like to see like the the what they have compared to the the next guy because obviously there's lines that don't cross because there's certain guys that I see pitches that I've never seen, writers I never heard of. Compared to like your popular ick and all these other guys, yeah, so I like, like following uh, everybody. Hey, fuck man, hey, this whole freight thing is crazy. Oh yeah, crazy. absolutely. Show and they go, they go all over the fucking place, and sometimes they just like they just park these things. Well, I heard they go up just, to Alaska too. Is that true? Yeah, I'm sure they do. Alaska, I don't know about Alaska. Canada. Well, that's I don't know about I Alaska. I'm not. Yeah, I don't want to speak on anything I don't know about. Well, I can't. Especially, I can't especially with because I can't remember who because of you know every week is a different interview. But so volume puts up uh, pitches, and I'm like, wow, who the fuck is this? So now I'm like, oh shit, it's you know blah blah blah. And uh, I'm looking, I'm like, wow, man, that's fucking, that's a nice piece of ass, you know? I mean, yeah, listen, I'm married, but I love my wife, but, you know, it don't hurt, right, to look. Yeah. So, some of them are, 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 are nasty, not nasty face or body, but nasty, you know, nasty, nice. And some of them, you know, are in like a, a dress or whatever, whatever the case may be. So, he posts like sporadically. He'll do the bench, then he'll do the fucking, the women, and... Uh, I got a kick out of it when, when I asked him to do the show. He was like, oh, hell yeah, man. I've been listening, blah, 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 and, you know, so on and so forth. So we got into the conversation. It was pretty cool. So he was on, what, two two episodes ago. Great guy. I to it. Great guy. Down with the crew. Uh, he, he actually was writing OTC, which is my crew, but he was doing it on the clock at work, and he came up with the OC, OTC on the clock, and then Rid uh, reached out to him, and he's like, yo, do you know Alski's history? I mean, that's his crew, so on and so forth, so the kids stopped writing it. But uh, I, was, I, I was so impressed by it, I was like, yo, dude, you want to push OTC, man? No problem. I like your style. You know, so that's how that all went down. Now, getting back to you, you have history and graph. How long have yeah. you been? How long have you been benching? All right. Well, the benching, like the benching, started up. I would say after the graph. So, so like, are we talking bench and graph? Or are we talking bench and trains? Well, both. All right. Okay. Like, we got to go way back. All right. I was like, I okay. So. I'm gonna um, put my age out there. Okay. I'm born in nineteen. I'm born in nineteen seventy six. I'm a bicentennial baby. Whatever the fuck, right? <laughs> bicentennial and, baby. Um, <laughs> yeah. And uh, uh, oh fuck, I love disco. I love funk music. That kind of shit. So like, somehow it's you know I'm right there with that era. Okay. But are you originally from where you're at now? From the West Coast, yes. Okay. I'm, from, I'm actually uh, not where I'm at now. I'm actually from um, from the you know the Oakland Bay Area, San Francisco Bay Area. Okay. So I'm from the East Bay, and um, that's that's where I grew up. That's where I, you know where I was raised. And I got I got to put you on hold because my boy just walked in. Happy Thanksgiving, Vic. Happy Thanksgiving. My my coworker that uh, was chiming in oh, while we were recording. Uh, 
You got you got time or are you going anywhere? You got a little time? If she asked the wife to crack a beer, you sit down, you ain't gonna be able to hear him, but you can listen to me talk to myself. If you're down. I mean she's got a Heineken in the in the in the fridge for you. All right. All right. I'm having a beer with him. Oh, there you go. My 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 guy right here is having a beer with you. All right, so go ahead. Now you you're into the funk, the disco. I love disco. Boogie yeah, Boogie Dancing you know, Shoes, KC the Sunshine Band. Well, you know, you did you know, the DJ all that thing. Shit. You did the DJ yeah, thing. Hell absolutely, yeah, the breaks, absolutely. Drums, man, drums, you know. Oh, like, man. Whatever. Yeah, you know what the problem is with the music? I'm going to tell you real quick. When I start, like, I mean, if you listen to the intros and the outros of the song, of the uh, the podcast, right? It's, yeah. it's like your old school hip hop. And once I stop DJing, and then today's music sucks. Uh, I listen to classic rock and I listen to alternatives, 80s alternatives. When I do these intros and shit on the show, it gets me so fucking hype. I'm ready to go fucking paint. And my you wife, you my wife to, laughs. You listen to uh, We Funk Radio. You listen to We Funk Radio? No, I do not. I listen to uh, actually. These are out of Montreal, man. They're out of Montreal. They did like they're at like a thousand episodes. Really? And I mean, these, wait, wait, wait you're gonna have to tag me to that page. Tag me to that page. For sure, for sure, I will. It's uh, We Funk Radio, and it's two guys out of uh, Canada. And nice. One of them was into one of them was into hip hop. One of them was into funk. They've been doing the show for like I'm sure a decade. Wow. And um, it's, they got me. I mean, it's it's amazing. It's amazing. They, the the full track listing, everything. They got super sick DJs on there all the time. Kind of nice. Oh, I definitely got to check man. it out. And it's a podcast? Yeah. It's a, uh, yeah, I guess it's a podcast. I think they still do it live on a radio station in Canada. Hmm. It must be on uh, XM Radio or some type of shit. Yeah, I'll look into it. For sure. I'll send that. I'll shoot that over to you. But, um, so this shit starts up, man, like when I'm like six years old. And okay. no bullshit. So, like, maybe even, like, it could even been a year younger. I don't know. And, um, there's like graffiti written on the side of this school, right? Or people or, lo- or love love notes or some shit, all written in pencil. And oh, I remember shit. finding and I remember finding the pencils like they were like broken in half, like maybe small little pencils you would you know you would use to to do do a test or some shit. I think it was a junior college at the time. Okay. So there was like shit written all over the side of the school. And, um, you know, I remember, I don't know if my dad hit us up or not, if I got him to actually put us up or whatnot, but like, that is the first memory is like super young and just seeing it, it, Uh you know, writings on the wall, you know, and, um, and, you know, and then with, you know, right. What? 1984 is when beach street shit came out. Okay. And, um, so I don't know. I'm pretty sure my mom took me to see that or something. So I see Beach Street, and uh, I end up sneaking, like, sneaking all these crayons and markers and anything I could get my hands on (laughs) out of the house and going over to that school. The school's right across the street. Mm -hmm. So I go over to the school. You know, this is years later, too. I go over to the school, and I I hit up this, like, shit, like, hip-hop don't stop or something. I think I bit out of the movie. Right, right, right. Um, with the radio and stuff, uh, you know, ghetto blaster. Uh-huh. And, um, and fucking that shit rode on the back of that school for a minute, you know? And like, so 
I don't know. It's like 84, you know, just fucking around. I actually did a little, you know, my first little bomb. And, um, <laughs> that's, you pretty, know, so this, that's pretty cool. You know, so whatever, man. You know, so I don't get into with paint or anything at that point. But about another year or so goes by. And, um, I am, I'm on this train trip with my mom down to fucking Bakersfield, mm-hmm. which is down, down in, um, what central california and uh we're going down there to see my cousins and right when we left like we must have like left out of oakland or emeryville right and i i saw all this fucking old school oakland graffiti mm-hmm. and to my to my memory poem and vogue uh tdk were already up they already had like the lions crushed and shit hmm and um, so, like, that stuck out. I remember seeing their shit over and over again, especially Vogue's, because, like, his shit's more of a throwy, like right. like a stamp, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, and then there's, like, a half a man, half woman drawn on a fucking wall somewhere as we're going down this, you know, on this Amtrak trip. And it's, like, got a pussy and it's got a dick. And, like, <laughs> and, and, and I'm with my mom, man. And, like, so, like, you know what I'm saying? So I have solid memories of this shit. My mom like makes a joke about it. Cause she's, you know, cool as fuck. <laughs> and, um, you know, so like this, okay. So let's see here, man, a little bit more time goes on. Right. So like 1991 hits, uh, I had been in Catholic school, um, Roman Catholic shit, you know, all the wow. way up until like eighth, eighth grade, man. I, so I, I was thrown in, out uh, in fifth grade. So yeah, I, I know. So that would have been great. I wish I'd have gotten thrown out in fifth grade. In yeah. in ninth grade, I cut over to uh, public school, to high school. Mm-hmm. And um, I get into graffiti in art class my first year, like officially into graffiti, like my first year where, you know, going out, racking cans. I mean, everything happened really fast. And um, Poem and Vogue, you know, to, to kick the little story on them real quick, you know, give some respect where respect's due. Poem and Vogue are still up, you know, at that point. And um, it's fucking blowing my mind. And then come to find out, you know, they fucking one of them went to my school and graduated a couple years before, um, you know, before I got into the school. Hmm. And uh, so, and then I ended up, you know, getting weed from the guy, and meeting the guy and all this shit. And like, you know, he's like this Vato gangster dude. And I'm just like some kid from the suburbs. And like... <laughs> I, I start finding out, you know, like right then and there, I start finding out how diverse this, this subculture that we're, you know, that we're into is. And, um, and, you know, and, and, you know, and this dude's into psychedelics and shit, man, and the mushrooms and fucking, man, I started finding, like, meeting his crew members, like, at raves and shit. And, like, you know, like, just running into a lot of these people. And, um, so, like, I got to meet Dream. TDK a few a few times. I was there when he uh, was like putting down this huge, like long shit he wrote on the wall about. I think it was like four letter or four words to the whack. Stop faking the funk. Okay. And um, that was a pretty legendary piece that he did. But uh, you know, I got to meet him like one time, and uh, you know, of course, Dream was super influential. He's also you know a TDK crew. Um, so, you know, I had a lot of exposure to good graffiti, 
So anyway, like to, 91, to, to, to just, go for it, man. Go for no, it. No, I no, no, no. I, 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 listen, there. I always interrupt, but you, you mention, you're mentioning poem. We have a legend yes. poem in New York. Yes, uh, I know about them. We have a, sure. we have a TDK crew from New York as well. Uh, Dream was uh, like a second, third, fourth tag for Fuzz One, uh, Freaks right at Large. Uh, he also wrote uh, Prince, uh, Lord, uh, other than Fuzz One being famous for till this very day. So it's funny, you're, you're saying these names and I'm like ready to say, yeah, I know them. Yeah. But then yeah. I'm like, shit. You know, West Coast. West yeah, Coast. exactly. Yeah, exactly. Now I wouldn't like, doubt you know, none of these area, guys hit over there, rider. but you know, these are these are legends from here. You know, so TDK, Dara TDK. You know, so on, so forth. The list goes on and on and on. And uh, yeah, as, you, as we talk about freights, man, we're going to get into that shit too, man. About definitely like, about the, about where about that history, about that real history. Yeah, which, because which, you, which, you touched you touched on something. I've heard you touch on something. Okay, and it's made me think about things. Okay, and um, and I, you know, uh, and Enli- enlighten I, me. What did I? What great. did I, what, what did I bring up? Let's leave it hanging for a minute. Okay, yeah, now you got me fucking wondering. All right, hurry the fuck up. <laughs> let's just let's skip over this poem of Vogue. All right, nineteen ninety one. All right, mm-hmm. so this dude. All right, so we're in art class. Okay. And I had two, my I had two skater friends, you know, skateboard friends that um, mm-hmm. just they started like picking up this tag and shit out of the blue. Right. I think I might have known them, known them before I got into high school, and they might have, you know, kind of like already just been tagging just a little bit on paper and shit. Right. And um, anyways, dude, Dash fucking stands up in art class when he sees one of them, uh, wow. another West West Coast Dash. This is like a, a, um, a linear world because we have, no shit, we have a few linear worlds. And uh, Dude, Dash, hey, rest this, in this peace. Even of all style. Yeah, wow, mean, that's crazy. So he's got the book, Style Wars, or whatever the fuck. This Dash guy, like, fucking schools us on everything. And he knows, he knows everybody somehow. Like, all these old school names. He knows everybody that's fucking active. Like, I swear, man, like, this dude was the fucking encyclopedia, fucking Wikipedia of graffiti at the time. Yeah, we got, we and, got um, quite a few of them here, too. Yeah, I mean, it was dope. So, he ended up being my best friend, man. And um, to cut the you know story short on him, he ended up being paranoid schizophrenic. And, um, it must have yeah, been the aerosol. Dude, yeah, it could have been the aerosol. Dude lost his shit, yeah. man. But he was a sick fucking artist for a while. Yeah. Um, so Sad, he kind of pulled me into it mm-hmm. and um, went through the whole thing. But my favorite thing's always been bombing. You know, I've always loved just fucking tagging. Like, just I mean, I back I, I then it was the shit. I love piecing too. Back in yeah. back in the eighties, seventies, eighties, nineties, it was totally different because people didn't have iPhones to take pictures right. and, and record right. you. There was no such thing as a, a fucking surveillance camera, you know. They were very limited. They yeah, were very limited. I mean, it, it was probably in 1991, they were people. very limited. Right, you know, like yeah. maybe maybe to a jewelry store or a bank or whatever the fuck it was. But back then, it was definitely a different fucking animal. You know, it's you funny. You fucking get over. I, you I was, get over so easy. I was, to, I was talking to uh, Dref. Shout out to my man Dref DMS. And... Um, 
He goes to me, uh, we were having a conversation. Long story short, he goes, listen, you know, he, he's up there in age too. He goes, I'm not retired to freights. So, like, he's saying what he's saying, and I'm cracking up. I'm like, retired to freights? What the fuck's that mean? He goes, yo, dude, I like hitting the fucking street. I love the real action. You know, hitting the freight is hitting the freight. Now, he's got a good point on it, too. But me, personally, uh, don't get me wrong. I'll, ca- I'll catch a truck here and there, you know. But. Yeah, yeah. But. I got too much to lose. I got a good career, you know. I got a family. I got oh, a home. Yeah. Not that. Not that. Dref doesn't. Dref's got balls, so to speak. And um, let me tell you something. I got his back a hundred percent. He's got my back a hundred percent. If I were to do the streets, I would definitely do it with him. But uh, when he said that, I was like, "Is he like because he hits freights?" I'm, I'm like, is he insulting fucking freight people? You know, <laughs> it's, it's, just, it was just funny at the, especially at the, the sporadic way he brought well, it out. You know, you I was know? thinking about this shit too, and I love freights, man. I really love I, freights. I, 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 love, I love, freights. love the whole culture, but it, I think it's, it's a beautiful not, thing. If you, if you rely on it too much, though, it just can't be everything. You know, it's well, like it's, it, yeah. it, the whole culture. I mean. I guess for people like us, right, we've progressed. And, you know, maybe it's like that's where we're at, you know, but it's like... You know what it is? For these, young, always, these younger dudes, I wish these younger dudes would come up putting their work on the fucking streets, man. Well, no, they're not. The streets, they're not. The, streets are pretty, the streets are looking pretty shitty where I'm at. I Listen, mean, there, there's nothing. The, the, streets, the streets are pretty clean. I mean, I, have you ever heard Coop on uh, Legends Thursdays? For sure, man. Okay. For sure. Coop he, came, got, he got me to start my IG again. Listen, he, he's a dynamite guy. Coop came yeah. to my house several years back. Um, he did an interview on me. I did an interview on him. After the interview was done, I don't, I'm not sure if he mentioned it in the interview, but we were just shooting the shit at my table. And uh, he was like, yo, the last time I was in the, in, in the city, you know, there was graph on the rooftops, graph on here, graph on there. He's like, not for nothing, but it's pretty fucking clean. Now, it's true. Yeah. It's 100% true. The street bombing is great, but you still got guys that are active out there that, that you know, bomb. I mean, shit. My, my, my boy. Well, see, my, man, we've really seen it, though. I mean, the, the yeah. whole shit about 1991 when cameras didn't exist and, like, just the way shit's getting now is crazy, man. People, uh, people are still smashing the streets. It's just not uh, lasting as long. And it's not really the way it was as far as, you know, you got people that been riding and they just keep stomping, stomping, stomping. It's guys that wrote, came back. Uh, guys that, you know, started riding, stopped, came back. That type of thing, but there's there's a lot goes, of guys. It goes inside. In. It goes inside. There's always hope. There's always yeah. hope. No, I, hope, know. hope, and and hope and graph. It, it's like it's like fucking potatoes and fucking mushrooms. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you really don't mix them that much, but that's no. that's exactly what it is. The the so, the, the thing. The bottom line is, it'll never die, and. It just is what it is. What what I also like about it is when you get the legends that uh, open up a shop or a museum, so to speak. Uh, you got Cat down in Florida now uh, doing his thing with a bunch of guys. 
And uh, it's good because you get to see these guys work, their work that they've done, the past, so on and so forth. So, you know, like I said, I don't think it'll ever die. It'll, it'll always be there. But the freights to me, is, it's still a risk regardless, you know. Yeah. But uh, that, yeah. I, I just love the rails. It's a calculated, calculated risk. And coming from this gambling town up here, it's like, you know. Mm-hmm. It's a gamble. It's a pretty, you know, yeah, it's a gamble. But, you know, I don't know, man. It's not It's not the worst. I don't know. So, all right. We're looking at, like, fucking 1991 shit. I get into it full-blown. Um, a couple little quick things. Like, Okay, we start going out to Psycho City, San Francisco, which mm-hmm. was a fucking le- legendary spot on the West Coast. All right. I was going to send you over this picture. I swear, St fucking tmr um was up and i got him in a picture man like fucking so anyway i started taking pictures in 91 with my homie as soon as we start going out to psycho city and as soon as we start hitting the yards in oakland like you know primarily to like catch pictures of our own shit but then like you know we've got legends around us already man we find it you know like wow like we're we're painting next to these fucking dudes like you know like pretty shitty too but um, so I would take, you know, a couple flicks of their shit. So that goes back all the way to 91, man. And, um, within like a year or two, I fucking, I had like a hundred tags, like in less than a mile between my house and my school. And, um, the cops had it out for me. Fucking, they <laughs> caught me pretty quick and it might've been my homie fucking running his lips that fucking got me in trouble. Mm. Um, Loose anyway, lips. so that they say loose you know, lips sink ships. Sink ships, man. So mm. I remember and, and like that 90, goes for the women. Ninety three, they're they're forming crews and shit. Ninety three, I'm just kind of doing my own thing, but I'm always fucking writing on paper a little bit, you know, mm. at the very least, or always just hitting up from time to time. And um, so you know, these fucking nineties go on, and um, I do my youth bullshit, and it's like all the way around like two thousand ish. And, you know, like, around then, I end up fucking up my knee. And, um, I literally lived, like, on the main line. Like, on, or I guess the main line down in, uh, the Bay Area. Right. And, and I mean, I'll, like, I don't know if I have pictures up on my account or not, but there's pictures taken from my balcony. So, with my very first digital camera, I'm, like, sitting there with a fucked up knee for, like, about a good year and I got a couple thousand pictures, you know, from the balcony and like when I was able to start walking and shit again, um, you know, I was taking, I took a fair amount of pictures, you know, some freight down in the Bay area, you know, right around 2002 or something like that. Right. Before then I, I have pictures of freights like into the nineties, um, on film. So, I mean, I, I continued on with film, you know, even when I wasn't in the graph, you know, I, I went out a few times with homies and shit and took pictures. Right. But uh, it was like really around 2002, kind of like kicked it in to bench the bench mode, you know, with the fucked up knees. And uh, so, you know, I was like real heavy into it. And and I fucking loved going out and benching. And uh, I was pretty non-active at the time and uh, ended up moving out of the Bay Area. Okay. So I come up to this little mountain town here this little gambling mountain town (laughs) and uh 
you know, there's a little yard here and shit, and I didn't really understand a whole lot about freights and stuff like that at the time. But the town is just fairly inactive, especially coming from the, the Bay Area and shit. It's like there's nothing to go out and take pictures of. There's barely any spots to go paint at all. I mean, like, this shit is fucking, besides the bars being open 24 hours a day, this place is fucking boring. Hmm. Um, so, like, from time to time, like, from 2003-ish or so, like, I would take, pic- you know, take pictures of freights on occasion and take pictures of graffiti on occasion. Like, we'd go down and visit family in the Bay Area. And I'd, I'd get out in the morning hella early and go out to San Francisco and fucking go creep and crawl around and get, you know, a good round of pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I kind of started fading off. And um, I'd fallen off pretty good. But, you know, always the love for graph, man. And uh, It's in the veins. It is. You're always, it's just like, it's it, similar to skateboarding. You know, you're like, you're always looking at like curbs and like, shit that you're like oh man i want to go skate that yeah. it's the same thing with graffiti man once, you, once you get into graffiti That's... you look at you look at your you look at your city way differently you interact with your city so much differently once you're into one of these sports man my my, and, um, my boys got into that and uh i i walk into a skate shop i don't know man just like four or five hundred dollars later i was like what the fuck fuck did i just do yeah, it's kind of expensive I'm like what are you fucking yeah. kidding me i mean now now they're into the that they, they went from the from the board to the bmx now they got that other shit that what was that socal ripper the yeah the, the bigger bike uh my, yeah. my other son's into his fucking dirt bike um and he's like dad you know pretty soon i'm gonna be taking one of the Harleys out and i'm like i don't know about that Say, go buy, yeah, I'm my, go I'm buy yourself one. I, I got mine. When, when you're good to go, yeah, no problem. But you ain't going to jump on my bike. And actually, one day, he pulled it out of the garage. He's like, Dad, you mind yeah. if I start it? I'm like, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Starts the fucking bike up. Kicks it into first and fucking takes off in my driveway. And now he's got the big Kool-Aid smile, right? And he's looking at me, but he's also leaning to the right because he's got to go out the driveway, which I didn't know he was going to do. Almost sideswipes my fucking car. He has no idea because he's smiling, right? He's going to slow down and my driveway's on a bit of a hill. So now I see his smile go to like, oh shit. And he just cracks the fucking throttle, goes out the driveway, up the fucking street, and stops. <laughs> and I'm like, stop. Don't, don't fucking move. Stop. He's cracking up. Yeah. I'm like, right motherfucker. There. You could have went down, broke your fucking face, broke your leg, fucked up my bike, fucked up my car. But uh, now, now he's on this fucking... Uh, it's a little fucking... Uh, dirt bike, pit bike, 150cc, whatever the fuck it is, right? So today when I come home, I got out of work early. And uh, the wife is out, the daughter's out uh, with the other one. And, you know, everybody's out except my son, uh, one of my sons. And, um, you know, we're in the garage or whatever. And he starts up his little bike, whatever. He's like, uh, it's just started drizzling out. He was like, uh, Dad, you mind if I take a quick ride? Now, he got in trouble. The sheriff came to the fucking house because he was ripping up and down the block, right? So my yeah. wife only lets him ride on the trails and shit like that. So me, you know, I ride, whatever. So I'm like, come on, let's go. So I pull out my fucking, I pull out my bike. 
He pulls out his bike, start him up. We take off. Now I'm saying to myself, now he worked on his bike by himself. He got it from a friend for a trade of earphones, right? Bike wasn't running. It was all fucked up. And uh, he fixed that shit the same day. And then now he goes to this this program called Bosey's Small Motors. And, uh, nice. He got this shit fucking tuned pretty good. Fuck, right? I hope my boys. I hope my boys turn out like that. Shit, man. bro. See, I'm Fuck, proud man. of him. Believe it or not. So now, dude, I can't fix shit. He fixed this bike, brings it to school, works on it, brings it home, starts it up. It purrs like a fucking kitten. The whole nine yards, right? So today. And now I'm saying to myself, how fast could this thing go? You know, my son's fucking tall, you know, he's a good one, 160, right? And uh, I'm like, all right, so it's a 150cc, it's a fucking little fucking bike. I'm like, how fast could this thing go? So I go to him, Gad, you go in front of me and just go. Let me tell you something. He starts flying, I'm cracking up. I mean, my, my bike, I just cracked the throttle, I'm right there. And... Uh, now I'm like, all right, I'm going to see how fast he's actually going. Now we're over here by my house. And uh, he takes off, and now I'm in back of him. He's doing 60 fucking miles an hour on, on this fucking little fucking thing. And I'm like, holy shit. You know? So we you pull back in. On a bike. Yeah, we pull back in, and uh, I'm cracking up. He's like, what are you laughing at? I was like, that thing is pretty fast. He goes, I told you. What you think? I was lying to you? So, yeah. But anyway, now the, the habits are getting more expensive. Do you have kids? Got three, man. Three? Okay. I got four. Don't feel bad. Yeah. That's a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it, is, it is a good thing, you know? Like, because I'm, uh, I'm straight up blue collar, man. You know, like, I didn't, I didn't really want to be, but, you know, I kind of fell in the footsteps of my father, and it's like, now I'm hoping my kids don't follow my footsteps, and somehow they can fucking figure this puzzle out and buy their old man a house. Well, there you go. Like, seriously, there we go. There you go. Like, no, I'm not trying to be a bum or nothing. I'm I, trying to be a bum or nothing. Well, listen, it, it's a nice fucking dream. Me, I was When I was young, I thought I knew it all. I had a DJ company. I had a fucking bread route, cookie route. I had all this shit, right? My father, yeah. my father was a union laborer, right? And he used to come home dirty, tired, fucking forget about it. And, uh... Yeah. I always said to myself, nah, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do that. So my father always wanted me to go to fucking college, right? I said, dad, I'm going to become a gynecologist. He goes, no, you're not. I said, why not? They make a lot of money. He was like, if you look at that shit all day, every day, you're going to wind up being a faggot. So that right yeah. there shot me down. I was like, all right, fuck this shit. So now. You want to be a, you want to be a freelance gynecologist. <laughs> <laughs> so now he's like, listen, I could get you into the union. I'm like, fuck that. I ain't fucking breaking my ass. That, this is a true story, right? Yeah. Now, my father, my father passed away in 95. My father was my best friend. And, well, I'm uh, sorry to hear that, man. Thank you. And uh, hey. he was just a down-to-earth fucking guy. So, lo and behold, years go on, and I get sick, wind up in the hospital, uh, find out I got diabetes and all this shit. And I'm like, holy Damn. fuck. Now I get hit with a hospital bill. Fucking hospital bill back then, I think, was like 30 racks. And I'm like, holy oh, my shit, God. Man. I'm fucking... It was like getting caught selling drugs. You're fucking lawyer. You're done. You know? Yeah. So Fuck now, man, that's a that's yeah, a yeah. stiff penalty right oh, there, yeah. man. Just for, like, for not being a healthy. Fuck. Yeah. 
So now I had no medical coverage. Now I get into a relationship with my wife, so on and so forth, and I'm like, all right, I, I need to get a fucking job, you know, with benefits. So yeah. uh, I wind up getting into the same union my father was my father was in, and uh, here I am. I'm doing exactly what my father did, and I'm proud of it. I, I wish my dad would have seen me do it, uh, but if it was good enough for my father, you know, raising us and you know, home and all of that. I was like, you know what? I, I could do it for my family, and uh, it, it pays well. So my son, on the other hand, he's like, Dad, I, I, I'll get into the union, no problem, but I still want to do the motor thing. And I was like, yeah, absolutely. Whatever you want to do, I, I support you 100%. So as far as being blue-collar and following your father, and listen, I could have been a lot of worse, a lot of other things, and a lot worse. Yeah, my dad was union, man. My dad was union for 30 years or whatever, you know? Yeah. And it's so, like, hey, listen. But he got dumped on his fucking ass, and it's like... Holy shit! Like it, like right before he was gonna retire, they like eliminated his department. Well, it screwed up. My he, he had to start over somewhere else. He, he that's fucked he up. Fucking, he started over somewhere else for like another couple of years or whatever, and ended up finishing it up so he get his full retirement. There you go. But um, you know, whatever. So like, I'm. <laughs> That, listen, I guess I'm kind of the same way now. I'll take any job, you know, whatever, man. Just, whatever you know, I got, whatever pays what the bills. I try to hold these jobs down as long as possible. And, yeah. um, well, over here in New York, the but, union stands behind you. Uh, it's good, you know, you got pension, annuity, fucking vacation fund, all of this shit. So, uh, once you're in, I mean, you, we, could, you could get laid off. Writer, homie. You we know? got a writer, homie, that, uh, uh, homie that used to write. Uh -huh. And he he uh he's a conductor now, man. Well, there you go. Uh, for for a major, what do they call them? A class three or whatever the fuck they are. One of the big railroad companies. Nice. So yeah, I mean it's nice. cool, man. I mean, so shit could happen. We know uh, that. You just, yeah. you just gotta make it happen. Yeah, just gotta make it happen. You uh, figure that shit out when you have kids. I would say, you know, it's like holy yeah, fuck. and you know what? It's a learning process every fucking day. Man, Every I thought day. I had it all figured out until the third one. Uh, this, third, this third one's kicking my ass, man. He's only four. Yeah, and it's fucking... Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my youngest oh, is seven, and yeah, I, I, I could relate. The four-year-old's already had hot sauce. The oldest... Oh. Already, he, already knows the, he already knows the words. Listen, my, yeah. my son, the one that I was talking about, he went through so much hot sauce... I, I felt bad for him because my wife yeah. is like a drill sergeant and uh, he loves fucking hot sauce now. <laughs> yeah, my kids eat hot Cheetos already, man. They eat the hot Yeah, so do mine. So do mine. That's the these kids, man. Nah. Like, whatever. Nah. Gotta look back to your own childhood and just, you know, shit. shit. Like, uh, so my oldest, my oldest gets like pretty much, you know, like really, really good grades. Like damn near straight A's. Uh -huh. Damn near. And um, she plays video games. Like, I've heard you talk about this shit, too. She plays fucking video games all day. Yeah. Every day. Mm -hmm. Every day. That's yep. all she does. But, yep. but you know what? What am I going to do? She got the fucking grades, right? Yeah. And she's not out of, and she's not out of shape. Mm-hmm. So, and she don't ask me for money. So, I mean, and, like, she's damn near, damn near legal to be on her own. Thank you, brother. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Listen, the the, the kids, they're, they're, they're a book that unravels page after page. And it's, yeah. it's a mystery. It's fucking fiction. It's fucking documentary. It's, it's everything in a ball. And uh, all of my kids have their own uh, persona, so to speak, just like any other kid. Uh, they're they're very similar in many ways, but they're also opposites in many ways. Yeah, and, uh, for you sure. Know what they people always said um, when the kids get older, it's easier. Fuck that! No way! Man. No way! Because nah. then you got to worry about the cause and this and that. I, I gave my I gave my my oldest daughter. I gave her uh, I gave her my Mercedes. And, yeah. Um, you know, it's an SL class, fucking convertible, beautiful car. But uh, my commute to the city from where I'm living now, dude, the fucking gas in five days, I was like, no fucking way. So I went out yeah. and bought a fucking Subaru. That's good on gas. There you go. Right? So I give the car to my daughter. Now, of course, she's my first. She's my baby girl, you know. And uh, I put the car on the side. And uh, a year later, you know, she's driving. I give her the Mercedes. And uh, she winds up hitting a fucking deer. Damn. So now, you know, I, I got to help her out, you know. But it's like shit. I got three more. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And I want to teach them responsibility, you know, to start paying their own insurance well my daughter now anyway my other son the, the one that's into the dirt bikes uh, she'll be driving in in May so now what the fuck do I do dude my pops gave me a 1986 Honda Prelude man I wasn't getting no pussy in that damn thing man. back in the fucking back in the fucking 1990s I was getting like Come on, man. Like, oh, I had it hard. Shit. I was the only child. I was the only child, man. Like, you know. I was the youngest, it and it was hard. Yeah, my, da my dad taught me well. And my dad taught me well, there's no doubt about good, it. Good, 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 good. And um, whatever, you know, hopefully some of that shit sticks with my kids, but shit. Shit, Look, man. You know why? Hey, we live and learn. That's it. This, this benching thing. Yeah, this, yeah, this, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So, right, like, you know the Alski show. We talk about everything and anything. <laughs> I, I fucking I fall out of, I fall out of this bench this this graffiti thing. You know, like I'm, uh -huh. I mean, I'm always on and off. Right. So, I have this job, um, fucking like for about three years up until six months ago, mm -hmm. and I started off on graveyard. <laughs> Mm -hmm. And um, I'm driving up and down a half a mile of of mainline, basically. Mm -hmm. Basically, I'm driving up a half a mile of the mainline, 10 hours a day. And uh, it's on Graveyard, though. So I hear the trains all the time. I mean, I, I, oh, I'm don't a fucking... you love that horn? I'm, I'm a boy at heart. I love oh. fucking... I love noise. I love fireworks. I love loud shit, loud cars. Fucking... Oh, my God. And trains are just when, like... You know, they're, they're enormous. When I hear the horn of a fucking freight, oh, I, man. I stop and pause. My Dude, wife on acid at three in the morning. Dude, oh. my wife looks at me like you're fucking sick. We we could yeah. be having a conversation, and I hear the fucking horn. I stop, and she she knows. 
She knows. Even my kids. My my yeah. cell phone, my ringer is a fucking freight horn. <laughs> See, it would just that would just tease me too much. That would just tease me too much, man. But so, for, so, so year one, I'm on graveyard, and then you right after year the one, dude. Uh, after year one, I end up moving the fucking day shift and taking over a supervisor. So now I can nice. do whatever the now I can do whatever the fuck I want, and I'm on day shift, and I'm looking at trains in full light, and um. So like right as this was happening, there was there was like a we had like a minor flood out here. Mm -hmm. It was you know it was about to flood, and um I had taken a ride out to the neighborhood with with my daughter. You know after this okay all right I just gave it away. I was in a, I fucking patrolled the neighborhood. Who gives a fuck? And um <laughs> so I roll out there with my daughter and um and she had a nice Nikon camera and uh. We're taking pictures of the flood, and like I said, the main line's right there on the other side of the river. Mm -hmm. And uh, so a fucking line goes by, and uh, there's King King 157, yeah. and he's got this, no and he's monster. got a whole car, a fucking whole car with the with the you know the Mother Mary on that shit. Nice. And um, and you know we like my daughter, I think snapped the pictures. And it was just like, holy shit, like King 157, like I looked up to that dude. I met that guy back in 1991 in Psycho City and shit. And, um, you know, like he, he, whatever, he's always been dope in my book, you know, he's oh, always hell yeah. as fuck. Shit. And like, so I seen that shit and I'm like, wow, like these people are still out there, man. Like this shit's still going. Graffiti and, uh, never dies. Man. So. I end up uh, cashing in my vacation for that year. It was the first week. The first week I was going to get a paid vacation at this company, so I cashed it. I get the get this. You know, the lady that was my boss at the time. Uh, you know, she really liked me, man. She fucking cashed me out for that week, and I went and got a decent Canon EOS camera mm -hmm. that could keep up with the, keep up with the trains. I wanted something. So I won't miss anything. If the train's going by at 30 miles an hour, I want to be able to fucking flick every mm -hmm. single car, every single panel. Nice. And, um, and you know, we've got that technology nowadays. It really ain't that yeah. big of a deal. And uh, so that's it, man. So, you know, upgraded the camera, and then I'm taking pictures at work 10 hours a day for, like, fucking almost two years. The first year, I got 45,000 pictures, man. Wow. And that's... That's from taking uh, pictures of freights rolling by every day, and then like just got totally hooked again and drawn back into it, man. Like I started going down to the yard, you know, like the local yard. Um, it's an active yard, fucking. Uh, I don't know what the the main line is, but it's it's a main line. It's it's fairly active, man. It's good. It's good shit. Good enough. And oh um, yeah, any yard that holds a fucking freight is good enough in my book. And it fucking pulls me back in, man. And then it goes from there, and it's like full circle. It's the best. All of a sudden, it's there. like you know, I got the camera, but yeah, and now I got a mark all in my pocket. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Now, now I'm fucking carrying streakers again and shit. And nice, um, nice. Now I'm back on the streets, man. Now I'm fucking in the woods. Now I'm fucking. What, what streaks do you use? I like Markals. Shit, I've man. Grown to love those Markals, dude. Man. I I got a shitload of them. I got a shitload of them from. Uh, I've grown to love them. I don't think anybody from work listens, but guy buys these fucking Markals for the rail, 
because I, I, yeah. I, I'm affiliated with some somewhere with the with the rail, not freights. Yeah, yeah. Right hand. on. Anyway, yeah, I kind of noticed that. I kind of noticed that. So, <laughs> so I, I buddy that works for. I got a buddy that works for them. Yep, there you go. So I take all these fucking Markals, right? Yeah. And, uh, you know, I used to carry them when I used to hit. Uh, then, you know, I stop, I do, I stop, whatever. Now, on occasion, like when I'm working, I'll whip one out and bang one out. Um, I was talking to uh, to uh, the Freight Fix, and uh, I forgot what brand he told me he uses. He laughed at me when I said Markel. He goes, yeah, 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 yeah. Really? They're all right. Wow. But I, I can't remember. And I was on the phone with him a couple of hours ago. Now I got to ask I mean, him. I, I love Sakuras. That's Sakuras, what it is. Man. I think that's what yeah, it is. Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. Sakuras are creamy. But, you know, like, I think uh, Markel's last a little bit longer. And they just fucking. Well, he's, he said the total opposite. Not in the, they last, I mean, and you could get, like, so many tags out of a Markel. And, um, I mean, they ride over dust, I think, a little bit better. And okay. shit. Oh man! I mean, that's that's what Colossus of Rhodes uses. You know, oh, there you go. Like a lot of those, a lot of those moniker fucking kings and shit, man. It's like yeah, I love the that's moniker. all they had. I love the moniker game. I, I need to get me some interviewed. Um, Dude, the, the history. I mean, I, I went through the whole thing. You listen to the episodes. You hear me talk about it all the time. Uh, to me, it's it's uh, a staple in the rail history. I, I just so, love it. So here we are, man. Okay, here's here's the fucking thing I wanted to talk about that you made me think about. Okay. So you're talking about, like, you know, like how you had gone over people and now you're more into the rel culture and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you know, like, I'm telling you, man, like, fucking, I picked up a lot of my history from that book, man, that had all those trains in it from where you came from. Subway art? You know? Subway art, man. That's where I picked up my. That's where I learned a lot of my shit, man. And and like it, I, I'm not gonna. You know, we don't really have rules in this fucking culture, but we have history. Yeah, see, the we kind of have rules. We have the rules, rules seem loose to rules. be different from uh, state to state. Well, here's what I picked up, man. Go ahead. Like fucking where the history's at, mm-hmm. and. And even, like, where I started in 1991, it's like, there was a shit, like, you fucking went out and did that whole thing. If you wanted to take a spot, you took that spot. Yeah. And unfortunately, we have some people thinking that this is some type of picture-perfect, beautiful world. And it's not, man. It's no, like far from it. Fucking A, dude. You go into that fucking yard, man. I feel you on that tip. If yeah. you want to fucking train, if you want to train, you're gonna take that fucking train, man. Yeah. Look, somebody has, you know, like, and the other thing that's kind of like right now in our culture, I think, is like, you know, because the streets ain't getting hit. There really ain't a whole, you know, and they're really, I mean, okay, they get hit. They definitely get hit someplace. Right. But not like they, they're not like they used to. Absolutely. In the, in the, in the, the element of beef. Absolutely. You know, beef, man, beef. When you had beef, you had motherfuckers competing, and that fucking drove people to other levels. You had, you know, when crews had beef. Yeah. And uh, there's there's some of that going on on the rails right now. I don't know if you know about that shit. Uh, yeah, of course I do. Of course, but there, it's going on in the rails pretty big right now between a couple uh, pretty big crews. Well, and, I, um, me 
it's me versus a few crew. No, no, you. Back, no, 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 I'm saying so. Yeah, I know yeah. about the beef. And like I said, it, it's it's silly. It's new canvas. It, Who gives a fuck? It's new canvas. You to know, me, that's it's why silly, it's, man. It's, it's like, come on, dude. You mean to it tell is, me it is you never went over somebody? Come right. on. Come right. on, let's I get feel you on that one real. I feel you on that one. I don't give a fuck what fuck anybody it. says. There's no fucking virgin out there. Right. None. Well, there was. There was like this last weekend, but I, I hit some people off to it and they went and took care of it. So, <laughs> shit. <laughs> Mm-mm-mm. No. Yeah, no. man. So, like, um, we're noticing this shit out here on the West Coast. Some shit going on with the rail traffic. There's a lot of those intramodels or whatever they are, intramodels. Um, seem like they're taking up a lot of the traffic. We're seeing a little bit less boxcars. Yes, so, yeah, I love boxcars. And I, man, I like I the grime of a boxcar. I love hoppers because you could bang one out. To me, the paint sticks better. It's a cleaner canvas. Uh, it's straight. You could bang it out a lot quicker. Uh, I never hit an auto I think some of the companies that um, maybe they, I don't know if they have to actually lease the hoppers or how it works if they lease the hoppers. I, yeah, I think they do. Made. I think they do because there's certain companies that own them. But uh, in today's time, I believe it's more uh, 99% leasing than than actually owning. There's obviously an owner of a all. Yes, they do. <laughs> I, I've, I've seen that here as well. On hoppers, yeah. On hoppers, on the hoppers, like cl yeah. like a clean buff. Be oh like yeah, a clean buff on those fuckers. Sometimes. Oh yeah, you'll you'll catch that but nice ivory white, you know, and the then same. you'll catch a great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Shit. to me, the box car is true. Uh, it's 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 grimy. It's rigid. It's fucking dirty. Uh, you know, follow the rules with the numbers, and most likely they won't stamp you. But listen, I've done I've done numbers where that they, they were perfectly fine, and I've caught you know uh, posts of of certain box cars that it was stamped anyway. So, yeah. you know, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. The thing is, is, you know, when you're painting, this is, this is. That brings us back to the rules of this shit, right? It's, yeah. It's, 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 or whatever. The rules are, there ain't no fucking rules. Well, no, yeah, true. You can go over your shit at but, any time, you know, like any asshole or just. Right, but. Somebody working for the train company, anybody could go over your shit and erase his, listen, erase I've seen, I've seen clean stamps on pieces and I've seen. Yeah enormous stamps that you could barely make out the first letter the second letter whatever but this is this was my strategy once i learned about the numbers um because of course people were like yo dude stop going over the numbers i didn't know what the fuck they were talking about then i you know figured it out whatever uh someone schooled me on it i saw it so on so forth now to me the strategic part of not covering the numbers is you don't make the spot hot because you have your motorman with his crew, right? They go, yes. they, they hitch up to the fucking car, right? These guys are checking their manifest to find these certain cars that they got to pull. 
You know, maybe they got to move two, three cars to the next track. They go back, they get their car. Now, if you're covering the numbers and the other side is covered, this guy's going to go nuts, and now you just fucked him up. Now, you're making the spot hot because this guy knows when he dropped the car off a day ago, two days ago, or a few hours ago, he knows that that car wasn't written on in that manner. So, try to keep the numbers clear. You don't fuck up the guy's day at work. You don't make the spot hot to a certain extent. Another thing, don't leave your scraps. There's so many rules, but the rules made... You know what? I would say those are are basically rules because... Yes. You gotta kind of like follow those rules. Right. Somebody might not be happy. Right. You don't don't want to burn the spot. No, where where you get people that state that's my yard, stay out, and I've gotten into that beef too. You don't own the fucking property. You don't own the fucking box car, the hopper, the fucking oil tanker, the coal car, whatever the fuck you want to call them. Okay, you don't own it. All right. If people are going in that yard and you catch wind, if they're not leaving any scraps on the floor and they're not ragging your shit. Leave it the fuck alone. Yeah. Just leave it the fuck alone. Because then, you know what happens. People start talking, oh, this motherfucker was in my spot. Then it gets to the other guy and the other crew and that crew and that crew. Now, all of a sudden, people just start bullshit out of nothing. And the biggest bullshit, you know, sorry to say, I think the bencher... Uh, uh, makes the beef arise a lot more. Oh fuck! That's why I, I like to uh, put myself out there again. Is uh, I guess I'm a writer that takes pictures. I'm not a bencher. Well, there you go. So you know, <laughs> in the beginning of the show, I, I announced you as a bencher. I don't so. want to be in that. I don't want to be in another subclass. I'm already in one. Yeah. Well, you know what? Everybody. It's fucked up because everybody's classified as something, some way, somehow. But you know what? Somebody that just takes pictures and that's all they do, they really don't have much of an opinion in my book either, man. I mean, it's uh, nice they fucking true. recorded. It's nice they recorded some history for us. And I, I, and I love to, that. And to, I love anybody that. that's recorded history for us, fuck yeah. I, I, and, I, and I love that. Because, dude, that shit is, you know, we all know what's up, man. That shit is done, you know, when you just can't conveniently get a picture sometimes and it's like really nice when somebody gets a nice shot of things absolutely and, i've um, gotten some gems man let me tell you pulitzer prize fucking in my book but so the reason why like i've gotten so heavy in i guess you would say the benching aspect of this shit uh-huh um is because i was that's the way i was introduced into it that you you carry a camera with you you know you try to at least flick your own shit absolutely you see something else and if you see something else dope it wasn't like oh my god you're a fucking you know you're this or that if you take a picture of somebody else's shit it's like no nah, man like oh my gosh you should like some of these pictures that i fucking got that um the hard copy shit you know, the hard, not the digital shit, but the hard copy shit, man. I mean, that's just like, it's irreplaceable, man. It's fucking irreplaceable. You know? Well, uh, you know, that, that's funny how you brought it up. I mean, you know, you, you would always carry a camera. So, yeah, I guess you bench yourself. Uh, me, yeah. I wasn't one to take pictures of others. 
but uh, my my old bombing partner knew. Uh, he was the one with with the camera. He used to roll around with the disposable, the fucking video, the big nine millimeter. It looked like you were on yeah. fucking ABC News with the shit he used to carry. But um, the the me, I really wasn't into that. Like on occasion, I, I was very fortunate to see um, Lee Quinones, you know, Howard the Duck, Graffiti 1990. I've seen all that shit, Allen Street Boys, uh, the, the the lion on the handball court with the, the duck and all of that shit. And, uh, you know, the, the, the style master, Dondi, you know. But what happened was, New used to have the, the book. He lent it to somebody, never got it back. So, yeah. and then me, one of my, you know, one of my guys, uh, KEI, rest in peace, he passed away. Before he passed away, he was like, yo, dude, let me get those pictures. And you know, he was my boy. I gave it to him. And uh, he wound up passing away, and I just never got those pictures back. So I got asked <laughs> out a lot of pictures, and I wasn't heavily into it. But if I ran into that, uh, you know, Lee and and, and Fuzz and, you know, certain people, I would definitely flick it, you know, and um, it's funny too because uh, I wind up finally meeting Cavs from the Bronx and I remember like a year ago going through some of the pictures that New actually sent me copies of, um, I thumbed through a Cavs, now I gotta look for it because I actually met him, I got his number, I gotta get him on the show. Uh, I actually uh, DM'd it to his brother Key, and uh, actually, if I find it, I'd like to give it to him in person because uh, it was cool. You know, I finally got to meet this guy, seen a lot of his work, but uh, the benching today, where you got uh, people that just bench, like you were saying, I, I give yeah. I give them the credit too, man, because they're putting well, their ass you know, out there. They're putting shit. their ass out there taking pictures. I mean, but you got some guys though. They got the spots where they stand there, and there's other benches there flicking with them. You know, like uh-huh. Ring, like Ringmaster. Ringmaster, I don't know his story exactly. I love yeah. his work. Uh, I've asked him numerous times, and I respect the fact that he says, not now, I'll let you know in the event. Uh, I have his number. He has my number. I don't abuse it. You know, because I eventually want to land him as an interview because he puts these fucking stories under his fucking pictures. And uh, I actually read them. And See, I would put stories under my pictures. Nobody would read them. No, dude. Yeah. See, me, like with my podcast, I should write a fucking little uh, summary of the interview, but I don't. I'm a, yeah. I'm a dick, you know? But Ringmaster, for that fact, he puts some shit down that. It's knowledgeable. You know, it's not just a picture of a train or the graffiti on the train. He's got history of the train, certain models, uh, certain writers, certain areas. You know, a story about him almost losing his life, Benchin. I find the guy very fucking interesting. And and one day I will hopefully interview him. And um, shit, you know, hats off to everybody. You know, you know about this. You know about the 150th uh, anniversary that we just had of the Transcontinental Railroad, which was this last May. Yes. Okay, and like Union Pacific rebuilt uh, two steam engine, or they rebuilt. I'm sorry, one steam engine, big boy, 
which is what? 4014, UT4014. No, and now you just fucking lost me. Go ahead. Yeah, and they, okay, so they had, they had two steam engines running together. And Ringmaster had them. It, for the 150th anniversary of the fucking... All right, so this is where all this shit fucking culminates. Mm-hmm. So uh, my lady won't plan shit, man. She won't plan nothing. And, like, I'm, I'm a hard-working man with these damn three kids. So <laughs> I fucking... I let it be known, like, over a year before the event. I tell my family, hey, I want to go to the 150th uh, anniversary of the Transcontinental Railroad... Uh, in Utah, because they're gonna Union Pacific's gonna have fucking big boy there. What you know, one of those uh, steamers has a ran since I think the sixties or I don't know, man, like hell long or whatever. Yeah, God I don't knows. remember all that geeky shit. Yeah, you know, it's it. They didn't even think they could rebuild this damn thing. So I'm like, Obviously I want to go to this. I want to go to this event. You know, like this would be really cool. All right, million so, dollar question. Million dollar question. What's up? What's up? What's up? Netflix. Hell on Wheels. Netflix. Have you watched it? No. Oh, fuck. Heard about it. I've had okay. a couple people tell me to watch that shit. Straight up. Watch it. Go ahead. Continue. Sorry. Yeah. Everybody must so, say, shut the fuck up. Hey. So, <laughs> all right. I'm working at this fucking job where I'm doing all this benching and stuff, you know, um, driving up and down on the maid light, all that crap. And, like, so now I finally get a vacation. Like, this is a year after I got the camera. Mm-hmm. And, um... So I scheduled to go. I scheduled to do this shit, you know, and go hit this hundred fiftieth of the uh, of the railroad. Mm-hmm. So I I grab a rental van ahead of time. All this shit. Of course, I, I knew my family wasn't gonna go. So I went by myself. Uh, <laughs> I I slipped you a little message about this shit. I ended up driving three thousand miles in ten days. I went from. Um, I went from, you know, pretty much uh, the West Coast, you know, uh, Bay Area or whatever, mm-hmm. all uh, to Utah, all right, to check out this event. And uh, wow. so I'm at, this, I'm at this event, I'm at this event checking out these steam engines and all this shit. And, like, it's in Ogden, Utah, and, like, I end up on, the, on May 10th, which was the actual V-Day, the 150th anniversary day. I'm in this place called Promontory, Utah, and checking out a recreation of the actual fucking two trains coming together for this shit. And there are mad fucking Mormons up there staring at me with, uh, I'm wearing shorts, and they're staring at my fucking tattoos, making me feel hella uncomfortable. (laughs) And so I blow the fuck out of there, man. And fucking, after a couple days being in Utah at this event, where they had um, those, the two steam engines were sitting down in Ogden, the two um, big ones. Uh, let me ask sitting you a question. Down in Ogden. Do, do you, What's up? Did you really feel threatened by them? Do you think they would have fucking rolled on you? I don't think they would have rolled on me, but I would like, I'm pretty big on intuition, and I was getting some pretty bad, bad vibes. I had actually gone to my car and put on jeans. Wow, you thought maybe they were going to fucking pull a rope around your neck and fucking hang you from the engine or what? Man, it was weird. Wow. It was fucking weird. Like, they took over the event up there. And, um, Holy shit. Well, it's it was because, just fucking weird. Dude, because this they guy probably talking, built the it, fucking this train. Guy, this guy had a little girl, man, standing next to him. That was like his, he had a daughter, like fucking six-year-old daughter and shit and this other guy is talking to him and he's like 
Yeah, do you think they got those whores out of there yet? You think they got all those? Uh, do you think they drove those whores out of there? Wow, or something. And I'm like, I'm like, dude, he's talking like that. Like I, like you in know, front I of his daughter, man. But in front of his daughter, man. In front or in front of the other guy's daughter, and the other, wow. you know, and they're and he's talking about like one of their fucking people or whatever you know like i was like crazy <laughs> yeah so I, I um i think i hit up a jeb smith inside the fucking urinal like i tagged a jeb smith a couple times while i was at that event man up in their um urinals and shit but so okay anyway so i okay so i feel so bad for the real jeb smith dude it was crazy event crazy event you know and i mean whatever hey to each his own you know do your thing just fucking man they made me feel uncomfortable with tattoos up there wow so um I, okay i go back down to utah and it's like thousands and thousands of people this this is a huge event and i'm starting to realize this and um so like i think on the 12th is when those two uh those two trains were leaving utah on the 12th mm-hmm and they were going to start going towards Wyoming. So I uh, talked to some guy and he tells me about a rail yard up in Wyoming called the Green River fucking rail yard or some shit. Nice. And I mean, it's like out of a road, out of a roadrunner cartoon. It's fucking so scenic and beautiful. Hmm. So um, I start getting ahead of the, of the train, you know, like I was going to wait in Utah until it left, but I realized there's these people called foamers. Have you ever heard of a foamer? Yes, I have, but I don't know the true meaning behind foamer. There's a lot they of really hashtags. Do, they foamer. fucking really foam at the corners of their mouth. I actually witnessed this shit on this trip, man. Wow. And, um, and is they, that and what they that fight, is? Dude, they fight for spots to get the best pictures of trains and shit, man. Holy and all they take pictures shit. of is the in dude, all they take pictures of is the engine and then they put their cameras down. And I'm the only guy standing there with my camera still up actually taking picture of the fucking the graffiti, man. But anyway, these people are weird, man. So I'm shoulder to shoulder with these fuckers in and um in Utah. And some guy uh tells me this shit about Wyoming, so I'm off. And I start, and I'm going to go to Wyoming. This is like four hours away. And uh, the freeway, like we have these things called Amber Alerts on the West Coast, and it's to notify people, like if there's been a, chi- a child. Yeah, yeah, yeah we, we got that. Like, we got that. So they've got these Amber Alert things talking about the fucking steam train. Like seriously, like watch out for traffic from these steam trains. Wow. uh, Traffic was fucked up. Like, at every one of the cities I was trying to go to. So finally, I just blew past, like, this last spot and, like, was like, fuck it. And went to this yard in Wyoming to try. I was going to wait for it, for it to get there the next day. And, like, dude, all right. I end up fucking going, uh, how far is it to the Bailey yard? You heard of the Bailey yard? Yes, I have. That's the largest fucking railroad yard on the. Uh, I think it's the largest railroad yard in the, in the world. Mm-hmm. And, that, um, that's what I heard too. And it's out in Nebraska, so that's like another ten hour drive at least from where I was at. So I fucking call my lady up, and she's like cool with it. So like, yeah, I went on this crazy mission all the way to the Bailey Yard, um, and fucking stopped off in Colorado for a bunch of weed and. Uh, <laughs> Man, like that was some fucking. That was some fucking. Dude, trick. I went. 
Dude, I went off for the 150th fucking uh, anniversary, yeah, you know? Everybody else is July, too. Dude, I went to the mecca of fucking benching. That That is the mecca of benching is the Bailey Yard in Nebraska. Wow. I, 200, you know I 200 lines. 200 lines a day. 200 fucking lines a day. It's like... How, how's the security, yeah. though? That's the question. Oh, I'm sure the security is fucked up, but you know, fucked up in a good way or in a bad way. I mean, no, fucked up in a bad way, in a really bad way. You know, I'm sure that large that yard's probably on lock. I'm sure every little piece of that yard's on lock. So, maybe you fucking went there. You didn't try getting it. No, I was on vacation, man. I fucking you know. I'm more into bridges and abandoned shit and stuff yeah, out in okay, the woods fine, and stuff. But shit, you know, you, you you took such a fucking adventure. I figured you'd try to sneak into the fucking thing. Nah, just for a freight. Nah, I don't know. It's all right. I mean, shit. Look, there, there's 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 yards that I've been to that I practically was scared. Yeah, you know, and uh, then there's yards know. that I walked into that I felt at home. Dude, I was autistic by the time I got to fucking... I was autistic <laughs> with trains by the time I got to Nebraska. I, like, that is all I did the whole entire trip. And I didn't even mean for it to be like that. Like, I was going to go sightseeing in Utah and go to one of the national parks. And it just ended up being graffiti on trains the whole entire trip for did 10 days. Through, did you drive through the flats? The salt flats? Which flats? The salt flats. The what? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Fuck yeah! I went to fucking Utah and um, fucking hooked up with the homie in Utah, and uh, yeah, man. Did you? Yeah, I went through the. Did you whip ass on there? Well, I mean, you had a fucking rental, but that must have been fucking fun. Nah, this is actually the only time in my life I've been good with a rental. I slept in that shit. I depended on it. So, <laughs> dude, I slept it like I got a twenty-four hour gym membership. So I um would just I would just sleep out in front of my gym and go in there at ten o'clock at night and take a shower. But yeah, that's like, a smart thing to do. What the fuck? Why not? Oh yeah, I only stayed in like a hotel two of the nights, and all the rest of the fucking time was just spent driving around and you know shenanigans. Let me, let me tell you something. I, I went with my boys up to Pennsylvania. I forgot the name of the track. It was a Volkswagen yeah. event, right? And it was the hottest fucking day this past summer. And uh, I got a 1982 Volkswagen Rabbit, right? It was, uh, shit, I forgot the name of the event. God damn it. It was something to do with Volkswagen because it was only Volkswagen. It was uh, MK1 Madness is what it was called, right? So this guy Duke puts me onto it, an Instagram follower. Shout out to Duke. And uh, I take my car. It's a fucking three, three, four-hour ride from my house. And uh, I was going to take my oldest son, but then my other son wanted to go. Uh, they're only a year apart, and yes, they're from the same mother and from me, yes. And um, we we go, we buy, we wind up buying uh, a tent and uh, a couple of sleeping bags, right? So I'm telling them, you know, you know, make sure you bring some shit because it's, you know, at night it gets cold camping. Let me tell you, it was two oh, yeah. two o'clock in the fucking morning. I was ready to fucking run naked. It was so fucking hot. We were dying, dying. No shit. Holy shit. Let me tell you, we we got up, 
right? I was like, yo, boys, I'd rather drive back home, get home by 9 o'clock in the morning, jump in the fucking pool. And they were like, dad, let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> so we wound up, they have like, you know, them big shower things and stuff, you know, when you camp. And nobody yeah. was up. Everybody was fucking drunk, sleeping, passed out. I couldn't sleep. The fucking mosquitoes were all over the fucking place. I was like, yo, this is fucking hell. Run into the fucking bathroom, right? To realize I didn't bring any fucking soap. So I'm like, Damn. fuck. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm taking a shower anyway. I go in there, right? And there's a fucking bottle of, uh, I think it was Prell shampoo, and it was full. So I went in, I took my shorts off, fucking, you know, no shirt, no shorts, nothing. I put everything on, on the, a peg, and I fucking squirt myself with this soap, right? And I, I'm in fucking heaven. I get my clothes, and I fucking wash them with the shampoo squeeze them out put them on go outside it was the best fucking feeling so i go to my boys listen there's a bottle of fucking shampoo go in there shower up now we felt nice and cool we start driving as soon as the sun came up it was fucking murder again so yeah we, yeah as far as camping goes i used to love camping when i was younger but the first experience for my boys <laughs> they were like, hey, we're going again next year? I was like, not if it's that fucking hot. They were like, yeah, agreed, agreed. But uh, So you ain't going to be hopping any trades, uh, any freights anytime soon, I guess. Uh, well, the only thing I'm hopping on a freight is, is with spray paint. I'm not jumping in the boxcar. Yeah. Fucking going fucking coast to coast. I got to shout out Marcha Arant. This kid walks For the sure, line. Dude. Oh, dude, he's sick. That's the he's man sick. right there. He's up. Dude, that is, is a man. Hey, that's hey, that's let's get like that's what's up, dude. That's a bomber. That's a bomber. You know right how there, you dude. know how awesome it is. He fucking tags. He gets up. Do you know how awesome it is to hear uh, Marcha? You know, I my yeah. my wife put me on to him because my wife runs the Paige Dialski show. She just posts the episodes. And uh, she was like, "Hun, you got to check this guy out. He left a comment, whatever, whatever. And I go, I check it out, I go on his page, and I'm like, fucking, oh, shit, I was dumbfounded. And uh, I reach out to him to do the show, and he was like, oh, hell yeah, I'm, I'm honored. I've been listening to your show, you know, for the longest, and the... I remember I was out in some fucking mountain, I don't remember, now I gotta listen to the episode, uh, in Spain or some shit, and uh, he was listening to the fucking Alski show, and I was fucking, I was mortified, and I was fucking honored at the same time, you know, yeah. and uh, he was on some fucking mission not too long ago, you know, and uh, he jumps on those fucking trains. Dude, he's always on a mission. And he fucking like. sleeps in the middle of nowhere, picks his in nice little nowhere. fucking nook, and he's good. And, yeah, God bless he's him. good to go behind a little fucking wall, like just yeah. behind a little wall on a main street, anywhere he could duck out, just catch some Z's, God man. bless that guy, man. Let me tell you. Dude. I, you, you know, know what? what? Hey, I would love hey, to try. He, hey, me and you, right? Hey. 
I think me and you would both be doing the same shit, but we got the damn kids, yeah. man. Just, you know? Oh, man. Shit, man. Yeah. I got a fucking mortgage to pay, car payment, uh. fucking is that. Oh, my God. But I, you know what? One day, one fucking day, I got to try it. Yeah. And, and, and if I yeah. got to try it, I, I'll hook up with his ass and say, come we on, got dude. Some, um, we got some sick-ass fucking shit out here on the West Coast some lines and shit that like you can like the beautiful beautiful scenic shit you can only see if you hop right you can't fucking you, you can't, can't see it through amp, any you know, road there, there right. ain't no right there There's ain't no, no passenger so <laughs> man so it's like i would love to do one of these routes out here you know i got i gotta i gotta yeah. call i gotta call him my my question is is if he travels so much where the fuck does he charge his phone Oh man, those bat! I've been looking at that shit. Those battery uh, charger packs you can hang on your um, back backpack and shit. They got a they even have little cell panels on. I got to fucking I got to ask him. I got to give what this guy he's doing because I checked in. I checked in with him. I tried calling him. He didn't answer the phone. He wound up. He said he's coming out here to the West Coast. He wound up messaging me saying, "Yo, thanks for reaching out. Blah blah blah. Everything's good. Boom 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 boom." I definitely got to get him on another episode. Uh, Yeah. I I, I I want to talk to him. I think he needs to write a fucking book because he lives that hobo life of, of yeah. fucking traveling the, with the rail. But well, more a little bit more extreme than that. I mean, that guy. Shit, and he walks to, the shit. He'll, he'll go to a city and walk up and down every single street of the city. Oh, isn't that fucking amazing? And trace <laughs> it out on the map. Yeah, that's amazing. And he find like, dude, he finds underground utility fucking rooms and mm-hmm. shit like that. And does mm-hmm. his shit down there? I mean, like, he's got to write a book. This guy is dedicated. I got, dude, I got, I got to fucking, I got to tell him he's got to write a book. I'm sure. I'm sure yeah. many people told him he should write a book, the tales of fucking, you know, the tales of the rail. You know, dude, I feel so privileged to like just be able to get a glimpse into what this guy's up to. You know, just looking at his feed and he's, all that shit. He's gotta. Know? He's gotta have, and I don't mean it in a bad way, but he's gotta have like that psychotic mind. You know, like almost uh, Albert Einstein, so to speak. Where he yeah. just envisions and does, and he's got to be like a free spirited fucking soul or something. Yeah, just to well, do that. You know, dude. Hey, there's a lot of of those in our culture, man. You know, there's a lot of free, like in one way or another. There's a lot of fucking free, you know, like crazy motherfuckers too. You know. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure there. I'm sure there is, but I have. Hello. Right. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, I hit the off switch. I, I, I gotta, I gotta agree with you on that. But he's the only one that I've had the honor to speak with, and was so humble, and also in 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 touch with reality. I mean, how the fuck did he find my page? You know what I'm saying? No, really? I mean, there's so many questions that I would love to ask him, but you know, you only have so much time. You know, and when you do an interview, you try to keep them short and sweet because you want to have the guy back. You don't want to lose people yeah. listening. But lately, man, shit, man, my my show's been going fucking two hours, and uh, I really don't care. I just love it 
because it's documented. It's there. Anybody could listen to it. Hey, and, uh, that's hey, that's what's up. It's great. See, like for real. Hey, let, let, uh, it's documented, and um, you know, like I love fucking I love Coop's show so much, and I understand that he's working on. He wants to work mm-hmm. on the audio and shit before he puts those episodes back out. But man, even yep. since he's put some of that shit out, we've lost some of those people. And yeah. it's like, dude, Kodak is the one that like was uh, direct messaging me all this shit about what camera to get. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. Kodak, like just like openly shared like the Kodak kid, man. He just openly shared fucking like any like was so cool with me about like, hey, you know, like. Uh, I don't think you should get this lens or you should check this one out. Just stick with Canon or whatever the fuck. He gave me some like serious tips. Well, you know and, what? Um, that's, that's a true. I would love to hear his person. voice again. So like at the very least, you know, like I'm not, I understand like, Hey, you know, like definitely if Coop wasn't um, satisfied with the way it sounded and everything, I understand all that, but I'm just saying, I really wish he would be here. You know, at, at least these people that we've lost now, like Tracy yeah. and shit, man. I mean, like, damn, dude, those were, those were some of the most solid fucking interviews, dude, on some of those no, characters. Dude, listen, I mean, like, listen, I, I, I credit my show, uh, especially season four to Coop. Because my interviews were all people from, you know, the New York City area that were able to sit down face to face and we would, you know, shoot the shit. Uh, yeah. When Coop That's reached out That's to me. That's a lot of work, man. You know, when Coop reached out to me and said, listen, I'm going to be in New York. Uh, can we get together? That to me was, a, was an honor. You know, and I listened to quite a few of his episodes. And... Um, when I moved, I, I was on my two-year hiatus, and my wife kept telling me, do it, do it, do it, do it, because I was going nuts. You know, I missed it. And I'm like, who the fuck am I going to grab to sit down every fucking week? And yeah. once again, it just creeped up in the back of my mind. And uh, I was like, fuck, man. You know, Coop did it, you know. And uh, we had a conversation, and I, I had him back on the show. I, I posted the, the original show we'd done at my house. And uh, I give all of this to, to Coop because if I never met Coop, and I don't know if I'd be back. Or maybe, maybe I would have, but... Not with the not with the dedication that I have now because of Coop. Because you know what? I wasn't able to get the Kodak kid and and, and Trey uh, and all the other great people from, you know, the rails and whatever other part of the history of, of graph and so on and so forth. Because, you know, I just wouldn't have been able to. Yeah, but you know that's that's all right though because see you came in like the shit you're doing, you're linked up with like I said that that fucking the East Coast man. That's where the history's at, man. Like yeah, listen, I got, got I got, got love for the East Coast. I do. Fuck, but like Saint dude, like Saint, he's a Saint alone. I mean, like saint, somewhere, you know. I I've chased Saint for quite a few months, and he was like, "Not now, man. Maybe one day." Back in the day, Saint Saint's crew and my crew had beef. You know, yeah. Saint was a fucking yeah. Saint's a fucking monster. 
the monster to this very day. He's a monster. He's well known. Dude, I met some of the craziest, biggest dudes. Like, the craziest is not just, you know, yeah, because of graft, dude. They're like, you know, and I think it takes that. Well, you see, me me sitting here in New York, you know, I'm accustomed to it. Uh, Yeah. So, yeah, okay, I got my New York City guys. But now that I'm able to reach out uh, everywhere, I, I love it. I love it. Sorry about the beeps, man. Sorry about I, the it's beeps. all right, man. I, I'm sure you heard my dog barking and all that shit too. So no, don't worry about it. This is man, this we is, got busy lives. This is raw, lives, raw, raw and uncut. It ain't getting edited. I be raw and uncut, making making fucking something here, chicken Alfredo for the. There you go. For the fam, while I'm doing all this, yeah, I'm cooking too, man. Uh, I'm sitting. <laughs> this my studio. I, I can't even call it a studio. Uh, it's it's my sunroom, and uh, it's the only place I could smoke in the house because we don't smoke in the house. And uh, if I if if I come in here, the kids know when I'm recording. They don't really bother me too much. Sometimes my daughter Juju gets on and says hello and stuff like that. My wife on occasion will come in, crack up, listen to me talk to shit, have a cigarette, and then she goes back into the house. So my my studio sunroom slash, which began as my wife's uh, meditation room. Her uh, she's into that Buddha Buddha, however you pronounce it. She, yeah. you know, she'll, you know, I don't know, meditate, think, breathe. I don't hey, know, man. I don't know what uh, the fuck it is, but uh, that it, it was originally her room. <laughs> good, dude. Good shit. Compassion, man. Compa- hey, dude. Big, big shit there. Compassion for others, man. Uh, oh, absolutely. My, my wife is very compassionate. So now I dude, like, sort shit, of uh, moved into her space. So I got my corner table with my mixer and all that shit. And, uh, Every time I make a comment, she's like, uh, remember, you came into my space. So I'm like, okay, yeah. not a problem, hon. Don't worry about it. You know, she likes so I just gave up. I gave stuff. up my, I had a, I've had like a, uh, a room with my turntables mm-hmm. and shit. I've got like, I've got like 4,000 records. And, uh, no, don't get so me I, into that shit right now. Oh, oh fuck, man. God. I got so many records. It's ridiculous. So I, I've had a room like, and like. I, I get fucked up late at night and used to dance around shit on the internet with my clothes on for the most part. <laughs> and um, it'd just be a goofball and have a good time and shit and socialize, whatever. But anyway, so I've had the turntables like at least hooked up in the room. I haven't really gone out and done gigs in quite a while. You know, it's just whatever. But um, I gave my room up, man. Like I gave the, it up, and we put a oh we put a king size bed in here. We put a king size bed in here. The turntables are like kind of pushed over the side now. Nah. Yeah. Let me let me tell wow. you. I'm going to tell you about one apartment. One apartment I had yeah. when I was single. Uh, still, still DJing, but gradually getting out of it because of the the drugs. You know, drugs, women. We'll forget about it. Anyway, I had this apartment, right? Oh, I wish I had those problems. I had oh, this, oof, I had this <laughs> apartment. Right? No, not really, because you know what? That's what made no, me, that's what made me kid, stop. Bro. That's what yeah. made me stop. I had an apartment, right? I'm a great cook. You know, I'm Italian. I love to cook. You know, Sunday, fresh sauce, all that shit, right? 
Yeah. I used to have in my apartment, uh, in my kitchen, on my counter, I had two fucking 1210s. Right? Nice. My bedroom, I had fucking four turntables. Everything was connected. Everything yeah. was connected. Then, in my living room, on my coffee table, I had turntables. Right? The spare bedroom, turntables. The only place I didn't have turntables was my fucking bathroom, right? And I had fucking Bose monitors throughout the whole fucking apartment. It was the fucking, it was the greatest fucking shit. But then, you know, shit just got too fucking real for me one day. And I was like, yo, I'm fucking done. Done. I thought I was going to die. I was like, peace, see you later. Then the 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 blow and all that. I thought I was yeah. dead, and I was like, "Yo, I locked myself in a room for two weeks. I rehabbed myself." About what year was that, man? Uh, ninety nine. Shit. So Shit. a lot of people are like, "Where did you go? Did you go to rehab?" This. That. I was like, "No, I locked myself in my room for two fucking weeks." And the smell that came out of my body, I told my mother I had the flu not to come in the room because I had moved back to the house uh, because, you know, financially I was just going through it like fucking, like the Pillsbury Doughboy goes through fucking flour. That's what I was doing. So I I had to get out of it because I didn't want to die. You know, uh, between the drugs and the DJing and the women, I I thought I was fucking dead. And I was like, I got to get out. So that's another reason why I listen to alternative and classic rock. And then my shows, when I put those instrumentals on, is because it's like I'm ready to go fucking paint. Yeah. But I won't change my I life. I'm glad that it made me the person I am today. And now I'm a responsible working class sucker taking care of my family and still have fun with the paint. So yeah, it is what it is. That's where I'm at, man. You know, it is take care, take take care of the responsibilities that you have created. Yes, yes, and um, that's a fact. And you know, but at the same time, man, you gotta be true to yourself in this world too. You know, it's like wow. You know, and and I I must admit, being married to at least on that tip, hey, hey, I'm lucky I got a good wife. Yeah, yeah, same here, man. Want to like, yeah, you want to go out and paint? Go ahead and go out and paint. Just fucking, you know, Uh yeah. My wife's cool. She's like, babe, keep your your phone on. Yeah, (laughs) keep your nose clean. Keep your nose clean. Fucking. You know, don't be coming home drunk, stupid, shit like that. Well, no, see, I, I stopped drinking as well. It's um, yeah. May, I got to say May 20, May 24th, May 25th. Um, right on. It'll be 21 years. Clean, Holy shit. Drug-free, sober, uh... And, I, and I'm and I'm happy. And my wife, early, man. my wife will tell me she's like, "Hey, hunt, you know, just shut your phone off. Be careful when you get back in the car. Just clean, clean and so- wait, 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 whoa, whoa, clean and sober until you huff taint." Well, well, I don't huff it, but I do, I do fucking whiff at it. Like, 
<laughs> but some of the new paint smells like shit. It's not like a yeah. fucking good old school Krylon or Rusto. But uh, I miss old school Krylon, like oh old school, God. like not, that ninety one Krylon. Did you see my new? Did you see my new logo, which was my original logo for the show? I don't think I saw the new one. Not the Pepsi one. The the TV. Oh, yeah, I saw the TV. Look Hell, yeah, I saw those the stickers eye. are clean as fuck. Those look at, look stickers at the, are hella look clean. Look at the eye. It's a fucking Krylon can. Is it? That was my <laughs> shit. Yeah, look at it now. And, and that's that's one oh, of my sponsors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's oh, one of my yeah. sponsors, Stickified. Follow him on Instagram. This guy pumps everybody's Dude. fucking stickers out. So, like, my pops, man, had the, like, uh, you know, like, old school Krylon cans that would sit in the um, garage. And, like, you know, he had flat black and all that shit. Ultra flat. And, it, like, the old school Krylon, before it even had the fucking, the, um... You're talking so, about... Where they, where it would look like circles instead of spears. You know what I'm saying? Like, those cans. Okay, I actually, I actually got uh, a paper Krylon. Nice. And then but, um, uh, dude, I, I never touched were... my pops' cans. I, I never touched my cool. dad's cans, man. I had mad respect for my dad's spray paint. Oh, dude, like, I got you... a sh- I got a shitload of old paint, man. And he gave it all to me. Shitload. Like later on, like dude, my dad was there like the day I did my first piece. Oh, like, cool. He fucking yeah, and like he you know, I'm from the suburbs, so my dad didn't really know exactly what I had gotten into. But he really fucking he thought it was like really cool. Like we're doing it down in this like legendary creek with these fucking massive walls that just eat up your paint unless you buff it. But we were too young to buff it. Whatever. But like, yeah, man, like you know, in ninety one, like we're just painting in daylight, you know, not worrying about shit. When I'd go out to San Francisco, we'd fucking, we'd hit, I would hit, I, not everybody, but I would hit the outside of the buses. Like, fucking just run up on buses and crush oh, the outside of the yeah. buses and shit. And, um, like, whatever, box trucks, all that shit, it was all legit, dude. My, my homie, man, was like, was a skateboarder that came from a really strict family, like, Asian family, like, you know, I don't think his parents really even spoke English. And, um, like, they were really strict, man. Fucking, like, him and I are going out together, like, fucking, one of us was, like, I shouldn't give this shit away, but these kids these days need to learn some of this shit, man. Like, one of us would stop the bus, we'd stop the bus, we'd step onto the bus, and we'd say, we'd ask a stupid question that only a kid could think of. And, you know, it would stall the bus driver, and while that's going on, the other one of us is in the back of the bus, hitting on the back of the bus. Oh, my God. You know what we used to do? I mean, you didn't really have snow. In the snow time, right, in New York yeah. City, uh, which is one of the, 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 the great stories of New York City, uh, to give you an example, the summer, we used to put the fucking, you call it a Johnny pump, a hydrant, whatever. We used to fucking open up the hydrant, and we used to, that was our pool, Right. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Now, in the winter time, we used to. It, it was called Skitchen. We the bus would pull into the bus stop. The fucking streets are fucking covered in fucking snow, and we would grab onto the back of the bus, the bumper, and it was sort of like surfing. Your feet are on the snow, and you're getting dragged across the fucking avenue. 
<laughs> on the back of a bus. <laughs> so believe me, man, there's a lot of shit that we used to do in New York City, man. That's just iconic. Like, uh, you know, like even, you know, slap ball, punch ball, stick ball, skelly, scully, however you want to pronounce it. So many different things. Manhunt. But uh, to me, the best was the summers with the hydrant and the winters fucking grabbing onto the back of that fucking bus and just yeah. fucking going. When the kids started riding the fucking elevated trains... That I did not get into. I was like, oh, fuck, no, I ain't falling off of this fucking big-ass seven train. Nope. Yeah, okay. that's a little too... That's pretty extreme, and there's people still doing that shit and posting yes, videos. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. I was, actually, I was actually at a train station in Brooklyn, and uh, they shut it down because somebody was up on top of the train. And the funny thing is, is the guy had a suit on. So he had age on him too. So he must have like said, oh, wow, let me reminisce. Probably on his way to work and decided to ride on top of this fucking train. And uh, the bridge uh, that it went under, the fucking guy must have looked up and fucking got decapitated, man. It was fucking gory shit. You know? Oh shit, man. Yeah, and this is, uh, I gotta say, a couple of years ago. And I actually got a picture of the guy, because they threw a fucking sheet on him. Uh, his stomach blew up in, in minutes. And, you know, the sheet was fucking bloody and all that shit. Damn. And the head, the head, I don't know where the fucking head wound up, but his body, when it got hit, he wound up falling onto the fucking platform. And, uh, the, they they have a, a a house on that uh, station. The guys came running down and they just threw a fucking sheet on them, you know, from you know the the transit. And uh, literally, I was looking. I was like, "Holy shit!" I just heard it and then saw it. And uh, the guy's belly just bloated, you know. Yeah, it was fucked up shit. Nasty Dude. man, nasty. Fuck, yeah, messed up shit nasty. happens around the rails. Oh hell yeah, hell yeah. Well, you my know? boy, my boy Key, that you know, he used to write Key. He was you know in my crew, the the kid with the pictures that I was talking about earlier. Uh, he went up on a railroad and uh, never even saw the train coming, and that's how he lost his life. We had, you know, Skate, CBS out here on the West Coast. That's mm -hmm. back in the early 90s, man. Same shit. Something happened to him on the rail yard, man. Like, oh, fucking, there's so many guys that passed away. He's there one minute and, like, next minute, like, he's fucking, gone. yeah, that's man. it, you know? And it's like, but, like, I don't know, man. We keep these people's names alive. And, well, uh, hey, that's, listen. That's more to, more to say than almost any other culture that I fucking, that True. I see or I've came across, True. man. Like, we fucking pay our people respect. Yeah. Look, like, there's look no the, doubt about it, man. The late, the late great DG, NWC crew. Uh, Dude, hey, hey, what about uh, Ramelzi? Ramelzi. 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 Oh, damn. The Ramelzi. Dude, he's at the end of fucking Wild Style. He's the dude that's got, like, the ski go ski goggles on with the fucking shotgun. Oh, damn. Now I got to pull out the fucking movie now. Jesus Christ. Oh, the Ramelzi, dude. CRS, man. Can't remember shit. Well, that's not true. Yeah. I, rem I do remember a lot. Well, DG, very, very well known. Goes yeah. through the tunnel and loses his life. So it could happen to the greatest, man. I mean, this guy's... Ramelzi didn't... Hey, put it out there as far as I know. Ramelzi didn't lose his life on the tracks, man. But shit, dude. 
No, yeah, it can happen to anybody. And fucking, there's a dude that hops trains that's on YouTube, and um, I, there's a couple guys that hop trains on YouTube. One of them fucking supposedly got hit by Amtrak, and he's dead. And he had really good fucking freight hopping videos where he um, does the piano scores and all that shit himself. He was like a really Listen, talented guy. Shit happens, Dude. man. Nobody's and there's un- another nobody's guy that There's another guy posting videos that's missing like fucking three fingers on one hand. He like, you know, fell down and fucking lost his hand underneath the fucking train, dude. Man, crazy. Like that, that quick, man. Like, crazy. damn. You know, you know what I saw that was kind of fucking disgusting? Uh, it must have been in like Indonesia or some shit some fucking guys you know they're on the train tracks and uh i don't know exactly i can't remember exactly what happened but the aftermath the guy yeah. was cut in half and he was still fucking moving it was i don't think i watched that one you Ooh. watch lively you watch lively by any chance no i dude i watched no. like shit off of the phone that sounds like some shit. Like, there's some web. Yeah, there's an old school website called Live Leak that's got fucking tons. Of, like, that's it's all the shit they'll never put on YouTube. Yeah, that no. YouTube would YouTube yeah. would pull in a second. Yeah, absolutely. And like, you know, like sometimes I question watching that shit, but I'm like, you know what? Maybe I'm safer being that I've fucking watched this shit. You know, like. I will never make that mistake of reaching yeah. up and grabbing grabbing a live wire while I'm surfing the train. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> well, that's kind of fucking stupid, but yeah. Listen, I've Dude, seen so many videos like I've that. seen Holy like in, in, in the in the work industry that I'm in, I've seen a lot of people die. And it's fucked yeah. up. Yeah. Believe yeah. me when I tell you it's fucked up. Uh, Dude, as, as much as as much as people, you know, fucking whatever people's feelings are about cops, there's one type of cop I definitely would not never want to fucking highway patrol, dude. Highway patrol, they say, see more shit than any fucking buddy. Oh fuck! Yeah. Highway, they said the highway patrol guys, they see the real shit, dude. Like fucking. Well, you see, when when I moved to where I'm at now, um, yeah, the state troopers were. You know, that's where they were known. I mean, now they're in the city, too. But I've gotten put... When I moved up here, I, I like hitting the fucking gas. Uh, I got yeah. pulled over. I got pulled over three times since I've been here. And every yeah. time I, I respected them, uh, they let me off with nothing or with a broken light fucking ticket, shit like that, right? Speeding. And... Yeah. I always thought that state troopers were those hard asses that'll throw you in jail type of shit. These guys were actually cool. They asked me why I was in a rush, and I would just tell them the truth, and they would look at me. And the first time I got pulled over, I got pulled over by the same trooper the third time. So, yeah. you know, aces. Oh, uh, come on. It's, Je- it's Jedi mind tricks. Uh, dude, it's Jedi mind tricks. We fucking we just we just know how to play the you know we just know how to play the shit. No, man. not really, because I was really sincere to the guy, and 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 I thanked him. I was like, hey, listen, yeah. thank you, thank you for doing such a good job trying to keep the highways safe and everything. And oh, I thought the I guy was cool. 
I try not to be a dick, man. No, no don't. That's not no, going to fuck no, me. That, that no, that, that, that is not working. That when is I say I try not to, I mean, like, you know, I might have fucked up on that one once or twice, like, you know, when I was a kid, but... Yeah, no, yeah, but these, now... Like, um, no, man, I, I fucking straight up ran a red light in front of a fucking... There was, I think, two cops. I don't know if they were state troopers or who they were, <laughs> but... um. I know I was shitting because whatever, man, fucking ran it right in front of them, you know, and I don't even know if I have my license with me, but dude, got, they're just like, app, they're just don't like, don't, money. don't run. They're like, what are you doing? You know, like, just like kind of smile at me. I'm like, yeah, what are you dude, stupid? <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm an asshole. I ran a fucking stoplight, you know, like, oh man, that's a good, that's kind of like right there. That's kind of how one, my life is. One there. time, one time I got pulled over on my Harley and, uh, I leave my, I got a bad habit. I leave my wallet in the glove box in the car. Yeah. So I take the, I take the bike out one day. And um, dude, I was doing like I don't know, fucking ninety, hundred, and uh, I flew right by this fucking cop, and I saw him, but I couldn't slow down. I was like, all right, fuck it, I just right by the guy, and uh, I didn't even bother slowing down, and he just pops the lights on. I pulled over, like, what the fuck am I gonna do? I wasn't speeding, officer. And he he goes to me, he goes, I never really pull over fucking, you know, guys on a fucking Harley. He goes, normally I'm chasing the guys on the rice rockets. He goes, but you blew by me that I was surprised. So he goes, what the, you know, what the fuck are you in such a rush for? And I told him, I'm like, listen, I'm just trying to get home, man. I'm tired. I'm hungry. You know, it's hot out. And uh, he was like. You're a little, you know, up there in age. I expect it from these fucking teenagers. I was like, hey, just because I'm a little older doesn't mean I don't like to speed. You know, and he just fucking laughed at me. He was like, do me a favor. Just be careful, man. He goes, have a good day. Nice bike. <laughs> that was it. Yeah. You know? We, you know, hey, that's another thing that comes with age, man, is like, I kind of believe that you start to get that pass. You know? Yeah. It's like, well, you, I just, you know, you just... Yeah, as long as you're not, you know, you're cool about it and stuff. Man, but. what am I going to tell the guy? You know, say, I'm in a rush. It's hot out. Oh, I want to get home. I'm hungry. There's that, whatever. Man, and he was like, yo, just be careful, man. The best the best thing I got to say, one one morning, it was during the week, right? Uh, I used to ride with this uh, Harley's organization, um, the Harley's Owners Group or whatever, out in, uh, yeah. in uh, Long Island City. And uh, one of the guys, his nephew was terminally ill. Uh, he was a young, young baby, man, not even a kid. I think he was like seven years old, eight years old. The little kid loved motorcycles. His uncle used to put him on the back of the bike, all of that. Today, everybody sends out an email. So-and-so's nephew uh, passed away. And, uh, you know, if anybody could take the day, you know, out of respect because we all know how he loved the motorcycle so on and so forth if you could take the day um to to for you know his services and me right away like i teared up i was like oh my god i i, I met the kid you know it was so sad so i take yeah. the day off i believe it was a tuesday or a wednesday and uh, it was like five of us meet up at this diner about um seven in the morning and um we're eating, and uh, we, you know, we're done eating. We pay the bill. We're off to the church. 
uh, you know, just to meet up with all the bikes. And uh, cop pulls up next to us. He goes, hey, where are you guys going? You know, so early in the morning during the week, you know. Cause we had our, our, you know, our leathers on, shit like that. And uh, we tell him the story. And we tell him, you know, the church, whatnot. He goes, guys, follow me. Dude, we were on the ultimate fucking blow your light fucking sirens the whole nine yards right we get to the church you know we shake his hand he goes do you mind if I come in and meet some of the guys and we were like yeah no problem dude this guy got on the radio this this officer and, and, and I respected everything he did by the time the, the mass was over because it was an early mass I think it was like 8 o'clock in the morning by the time we came out of the church and there was a couple of hundred bikers there there were at least 10 police cars fire trucks ambulance you fucking name it anybody with a badge or, or a uniform the cars were all there and the, and the kid uh, got driven around his neighborhood in um, it, it was a Harley wow. with the with the glass trailer with his casket in it, and we went around his whole entire neighborhood with all of these officials, and let me tell you, it, it was so uh, such an emotional day. I'll never forget it. But listen, we all hate cops, but you know what? They're, they're, they're people just like us. You yeah, know? They're you people. know, they are definitely, man. You know, they're the firemen, oh, everybody, everybody. We, oh, we even, the, we even had mean, uh, we even had fucking tow trucks. That, the, that, firemen that are the firemen are heroes, man. But hey, you remember that movie Backdraft from back in the day? That's got to make you think twice yeah, about firemen, well, now, huh? Great, great movie. <laughs> great. Movie. Hey, listen, when I let out a fucking fart, my wife said yeah. Backdraft. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I just got to throw that in there. <laughs> Damn, hey man, fucking uh, this whole this whole Thanksgiving shit, right? Mm-hmm. What do you do with that thing? Do you do a turkey? What are you traditional? Uh, uh, my, you're, Ita- you're Italian. Yeah, you're I'm Ita- Italian. We do all the Italian what is, what is, dishes is, and turkey. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. Right on. Hey man, we gotta. I I gotta put it out there for the wife, dude. Like fucking yeah, dude. Like I've been with my lady like since the end of high school. Like oh my gosh, decades. And um, oh, that's some you. real that's some real shit, dude. Hey, it's hard to find, like, she's never given me a problem about the graph shit. And, like, she's down as fuck, dude. She's a straight-up writer, man. Like, that's that's kind of rare in today's fucking society. And, like, you know. It is. Like, yeah. Shit's it is. good, man. It is. It is. It definitely is. And, and what are you doing for Thanksgiving? Really? Alright. My mom's gonna dry out the fucking turkey, dude. It's gonna be horrible. Like, my mom, my mom ain't, ain't got it anymore. She's gonna kill the turkey, bro. The, hey, Alski, don't touch the fucking yams, dude. She's gonna fucking... 
Dude, she's gonna like the yams are gonna be swimming in um and melted brown sugar, like probably margarine or some bullshit, not even real butter, dude. And if you take one bite of those yams, it's gonna fuck you up, dude. Like, yeah. So that's what's up with Thanksgiving, man. But yeah, dude, I'll, uh, we'll be with my mo- mom and shit, and you know, shout out to her, dude, or whatever. <laughs> shout out to my mom and dad for fucking each other. You know, like let's keep all this shit real, man. Like, that, yep, you know, yep, yep. The circle of life, whatever. That's it. <laughs> nothing but real talk. Nothing but real talk. Well, listen, dude. The man, Alski. With, with, with that being said, man, you you could get your shout outs on. We definitely gotta. We definitely gotta do another another interview. We. Oh, you know man. what? I have. I have. Like this is. This is so huge, dude. Like, oh, you're, no, you're the thank man, you. Dude. You're like the mine. The honor hey, is all mine. I don't mine. care if nobody, if no, you asked the other day. You're like, hey, you know, about taking off the month of December. Uh-huh. Like, you know, you do what you do what you got to do, man. You need a little rest. Take a little rest. But I'll tell you what, man. Right here. Dude, I'll miss you, dude. Even if it's for a month, dude. I fucking See, love you the did house pay it. You did pay attention. See, oh, yeah, pay yeah, attention, just man. just because you paid attention and you were my interview next, I'm not gonna yeah. fucking take the month of December off. How's that? That's Fuck that. That'd be sweet because I listen to you when I'm at work, man. I listen to you when I'm listen, at work. Listen, I'm not going. Man, I'm not going anywhere. At a wall. Unless, unless yeah, God gotta, takes oh, me. Oh, no more, no more freights at work. I got to put that out there. No more freights at work. I stare at a wall now. <laughs> That's it. But you know what, dude? You got to pay the bills. Yeah, got to pay the bills. This is so. this is true. But shout go out, ahead, man. Do you do your shout outs? We definitely got to do another interview, and, right, and one day All maybe right. we could meet up and paint. Shout outs to the fucking crews that are like like seriously like these crews that are like kind of like seriously the top of the list inspire me right now. TVK and TME, both those crews, fucking I love everything they're doing. And um FSC crew, fucking killing the freights, dude. Fucking gigs Warner been around forever, dude. And he's oh, still gigs. Just like yeah. just gigs destroying it, dude. Yeah, I got um, I gotta get him on the show. I gotta get him on. I I actually like put it on a a comment and uh, I'm waiting for the response. So yeah, shout out to Gibbs. Yeah, dude, he might be down for that shit, man. Talk to him, dude. Gibbs, I looked up to that guy forever since. Oh shit! I got alarms going off. Hold on, hold on, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. It's fucking. Wait, I gotta put uh, stop. Okay, shit, I had the fucking music going, and now I got to... Okay. Yeah, no, I, I got my, my, my alarm clock that I, I keep forgetting to shut off. Go ahead. Gigs one. A couple more shout-outs? Yeah, absolutely. Shout-outs. Absolutely. All right. All right. WKT and UTI crew, man. Both those crews, fucking bombers, fucking freight bombers. Like, uh, dude, drove from fucking WKT. That's, that's my homie right there, dude. Like... I don't know, man. Just, just dudes that are active. Crews that are active. MFK, FGS, LMK, A2M crew still putting in work after all these fucking years. Lord's crew, KFC crew, BCR. You know what I'm saying? Like, damn, dude. Like, damn, you got a lot of crew shouting out there. Oh, Hell dude, yeah. there, there's, there's some shit still just jumping off on the freights. I think the freights right now are just as li- alive as they've ever been, man. I mean... Fire, dude, the freights, fire. They're, they're choo, choo, that shit's always going. Yeah, well, I love the freights, and we're going to keep on talking about them. 
And uh, be sure to follow Another Freight page, even though it's not just Another Freight page. It's a good fucking Freight page. Each yeah, and every man. Sunday, The Alski Show. Podbean, Podcast, Anchor, Spotify, I this, I that, and I fuck everything up when I talk. So, <laughs> happy Thanksgiving. I hope everybody had a good one because right now we're talking Thanksgiving Eve. You're going to be listening Sunday after Thanksgiving. I hope everybody had a good one. My brother, keep in touch. We will definitely talk. You can hit me up anytime, man. Right on, man. And happy Thanksgiving Thank to you, you and your family. Thank you. Back at you, man. All right. Support those that support you. Check out his page. Be sure to follow. If he's still on, happy Thanksgiving again to everyone listening to the show. I hope your uh, Thanksgiving was uh, nice, fulfilling, and uh, I hope you're thankful for something good. Have a good night. still there <laughs> yep i'm still here man you feel that shit no not yet dude <laughs> no um you know we, dude hey great great conversation man oh great absolutely conversation. every conversation but, is um, yeah dude it, like just as far as this whole podcasting thing goes like seriously man you are fucking like okay just coming from where i came from before before the internet mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying rotary rotary phones man was in my childhood um, it's like this is just some like nobody's gonna fucking probably appreciate this shit till most of us are gone, you know. Yes, and that, that's man. the that you know, hey, it is what it is, but we appreciate it. That's right. And like and like that whole thing with like Coop, like um, telling me about Instagram and shit. He's like, yeah, you start your Instagram account. Don't even don't even trip off the likes. Don't whatever. He's like, it just you know. Just post your shit and just fucking just try to enjoy it, you know? Just 